Welcome to the reunion episode. This is morbid and mundane. There is no these, even though we add them all the time. Episode 35. Rest in peace. We are in our mid-30s. It's pretty crazy. Um, is it? How old is the podcast? We're coming up on a year. Yeah, our birthday is April 14th. April 14th. Was when we uploaded the first episode. So, I'm getting there. I think we should have a birthday party. No, 100%. I think we should have a birthday party. And I think it should be an all-day affair. I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> Where should we hold this birthday party? Elevation stage. We could do a Minecraft thing. Like, go on the server with people in the Discord. Oh, and have a Minecraft birthday party? Yeah, like, just meet up. That'd be fun. It's a COVID-safe meetup. A COVID-safe Minecraft birthday party for a podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm that's peak. completely down. Humans evolved for that reason, specifically. Humans evolved! <laughs> that's funny. How are you this morning? Anxious. This microphone's freaking me out. I don't know if we, because we, we didn't talk about it at the beginning of the first one, because that was, we had to redo the intro because of it. Yeah. So the microphone's popping. Yeah. But it's only one of them, and it's only sometimes. And we, they'll know because it happens at the end of the, the last episode. The episode that happens before that I'm playing mind games with myself right now, like, laying out the time. 34, yeah. Yeah. 34, you will, you might hear popping, unless it can be fixed after the fact. Right. But now we're monitoring it as we record. Like, this is the first time we've, it's not the first time we've tried it, but this is the first time where we've ever had to, like, monitor it for a yeah. technical error but yeah we've listened before yeah but i mean hey i'm gonna keep track of it so hopefully hopefully it doesn't do it again <laughs> hopefully it was a one-time thing yeah something that just like wasn't right. talking right for whatever reason I the think one day like, a new cord or something hopefully this microphone's not broken it was expensive i'll kill myself i mean like but putting it back in the box they seem durable enough. Right, and that's my thing, like, because that's the only difference between the last time we recorded and this time, was I put it in the box so that it wasn't on my desk for, like, two weeks? Three mm-hmm. weeks? Three weeks yeah, yeah, about. Um, And, I mean, it wasn't like I threw it. Yeah, no, it was just put away. Nestled gently in the box it came in. <laughs> I kept all of the foam inserts. Like... <laughs> It was fine. But yeah. Could be software, like you were saying online. Who knows? For whatever reason, the like we'll figure it out. We were supposed to have Erin on thirty five. Well, we were supposed to have her on thirty. Yeah. Bad news. The building collapsed. No. <laughs> <laughs> Not for thirty. Well, yeah, for thirty. Right. But not for 35. No, 35, she has COVID. Yeah. So, safety. <laughs> safety. 40. 40. We haven't talked to Aaron in 20 episodes. Then. That's crazy. That's insane, and I hate it. She needs to come on. We've had a lot of people in and out. It's so weird. Yeah. Like, there's always different voices in the background. I yeah. Think that's fun. 
This was the, the last night was the first episode Lux has like listened to. Because Lux has come in here before while we were recording, but they usually have their AirPods in. Mm-hmm. Um, or they're trying, like, they have their AirPods in and they're sleeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah. We had a live studio audience. That, that wasn't, wasn't Adam. <laughs> Over there. Over in the other corner. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting. But we gotta get Adam and Lux on the podcast. I know. They're always, like, they're background characters right now. We gotta pull them up to, like, mid-tier yeah we got to make them side characters instead of background characters yeah yeah because right now the only side character we have is Erin, <laughs> who has covid <laughs> but she was she was the number one supporter of the podcast before the podcast even came out yeah no nah she was ready i'm obsessed with her and that was a, a brief interruption by errol for the stapler. I want him to be on the podcast. Because <laughs> he does not like any of this at all. <laughs> Errol was like, he was telling me the other day, he was like, I will support you within reasonable means. <laughs> Mance does not like podcasts. Oh. So. so but I think it's I funny. have friends like that. They're like, it's so cool that you're doing, but I don't listen right. to podcasts. But there's podcast people and then there's music people. And I'm not a music person. I'm a podcast person. Recently, I started listening to, um... I'm a Minecraft (laughs) YouTube. Right. (laughs) But, like, I I used to listen to a lot of, um, Dimension 20. Mm -hmm. I listened to Dimension 20 while I was, like, doing homework and stuff like that because I cannot have music on in the background. My maladaptive daydreaming is too bad. Like, I will stare at a wall for, like, 20 minutes. Don't need that. No, that's why I don't... Like, same thing. I listen to music in the car. Yeah. And in the car, almost exclusively. (laughs) Yeah. And even then, I stopped listening to music in the car after my accident because I wasn't paying attention. I was like, I can't. I can't do that. So, like, I listen to pretty much exclusively podcasts now. It's great. I just started, um, my dad wrote a porno. It's so funny. I, you know those little, like, stories on Snapchat? Yeah. Like, the, like, articles that are Snapchat stories. Yes. They're pretty fun. Um, but I saw the one the other day talking about Mia Khalifa, where she was, like, talking about how she got into that industry. Right. And it's like a movie. She was walking on the road, a car stops next to her and says, you're pretty, I want you to model for me, hands her a business card. That's out of a movie, dude. That's made up. That's There's what she n- said. That's insane. Could you imagine? If someone stopped next to me on the sidewalk anyway, I'd immediately, like, freak out. Yeah, you, you don't took do that. the business card? <laughs> you took? You the- got close enough to the card to get the card? Yeah, no, absolutely If they not. stop next to me and start rolling the window down, I'm out. I'm running. I'm out. Booking it. <laughs> you either want to kidnap me, are going to kidnap me. <laughs> In this present moment, have already kidnapped. Have me. <laughs> already kidnapped me. He, she, we kidnapped. Like, no. If anybody ever tries to talk to you on the street, no. Red flag. Run. <laughs> Maybe not though. <laughs> no. The only acceptable place to meet strangers is safely inside of a Starbucks. I was gonna say a college campus cafeteria. Same thing. Yeah. The There's a thing. Starbucks in it, so <laughs> Starbucks in it. Um. Oh, 
Okay, no, no, no. We have to address this. You have to listen to my dad read a porno. I'm circling back to it. Okay. Because I want you to listen to it. It's this guy whose dad self-publishes, so doesn't have an editor. Doesn't it's so bad. Um erotic literature. And so he and a bunch of his friends read it on podcast. <laughs> it's so funny. That sounds amazing. It's so Dude, funny. it's like watching people read fan fiction about themselves. Yes. Oh, god tier content. It's so funny. Its name is the the book's name is um it's a series also. It's like six books long. <laughs> I just finished the first book. It's called Belinda Blinked. In the oh, first no. episode in the first 10 minutes of the first episode, it's already poorly written porn. Like there is no exposition. <laughs> came out the gate he uses he uses the term vagina interchangeably with cervix (laughs) two uh, different things (laughs) it is the funniest thing i've ever had the pleasure of listening to i can't listen to it at work though because i start laughing yeah no that's sounds wonderful i will be listening to that i listen to that and then i listen to um, i have to drive home today there we go do it that and i listen to two hot takes uh, which is it got it blew up on TikTok. I think I've seen it. It's the 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 blonde girl mm-hmm. reading Reddit stories. Morgan. I like it because it's like it's the Reddit readings, which are always interesting. But she like themes them mm-hmm. her episode, and she takes a she's her their podcast is just really good. Mm-hmm. So you should listen to that. Also, both of those podcasts have short episodes. It's not like an hour or two hours like one of these would be. Each episode's like twenty or thirty minutes. It's like watching a TV show. It's really good. That's fun. That. And The Office Ladies. Listen to The Office Ladies. What other podcast recommendations do I have? I'm about to start NADPOD. Not another D&D podcast. Also, Dungeons and Daddies. Do you know what that is? No. It's a... Okay. I swear I'm going to stop talking about D&D. It's a Dungeons and Dragons podcast. But everybody is a dad. So one of them is a stepdad. One of them is, like, a dad who is in a an indie rock cover band, and he's their bard. <laughs> um, one dad is, uh, like, the PTA dad. One That's of them's, good. like, the, I already said the stepdad. Like, they, the one of them's, dad. like, the granola and health kick dad. He's their druid. Like, <laughs> each of them fit the category perfectly, and their kids go missing. That's cool. And they have to rescue their kids. And it's so funny. But, like, on their, on their thing, it's... Dungeons and Daddies, and then in parentheses, not a BDSM podcast. Because <laughs> apparently people thought it was like, yeah, BDSM. sex dungeon. Dungeons and Daddies, like, what did you expect? <laughs> that's, that's so funny. No, yeah. Brennan Lee Mulligan recommended it, and I will, I will jump through any hoop that man tells me to jump through. <laughs> I'm obsessed with I like him. those posts that are always like, name three men, like, if you could be safe in a room with kind of thing like and it's always like markiplier brennan lee mulligan brennan lee mulligan and then the the ice age people manny manny it's hit the slot not diego though (laughs) not diego he was sketchy in that first movie no yeah um brennan the newest the newest d20 thing is space odyssey and his mom is a science fiction writer so they did an interview with her it was so sweet because she talked about how, like, she tells this story of, 
about like when she knew Brennan would be the way he was and it was like oh the story I always have to tell is the muffin story which is that one day before school they were going to get a muffin from like Dunkin Donuts and Brennan was like oh I want to go I want to do it myself and she was like oh okay so he goes up to the door and he holds the door open for nine adults who then let this child who just held the door open for all of them stand at the back of the line <gasps> and his mom had to because they were going to be late for school his mom had to go in and be like no we have to leave i'll come back i'll get you your muffin i'll bring it to school mm-hmm. and the first thing he says is did i do something wrong and she says no you did everything right you just can't trust other people to always do the right thing and brennan's just kind of sitting there like looking really <laughs> like he looks like a kicked puppy like <laughs> But I was like, no, this man was written by a woman. And no, that's hell. Golden. His mom's also stunning. Noted. I'm going to stop talking about D&D. <laughs> it's a problem. We just need to make a and d podcast. I really genuinely want to. I want to do like a, a short, like three session campaign or something. Record it and release it. I think it'd be really fun. I have a plan. Probably hear my earring. What? I was shaking my head and I could hear my earrings and I the mic might have picked it up. Oh, it picked it up when you did that. <laughs> but not before. <laughs> Should we start? Hmm. I think so. Yeah. I think that's a pretty nice intro we got going there. I'm deeply sorry that half of the time our chit chat is Dungeons and Dragons. I know people don't like that. But I like it. <laughs> like, all I want to do is talk about Brennan Lee Mulligan. Oh, you finally sent your Animal Crossing friend code? No. Oh, you forgot to send it. Yeah. That was the text. My switch isn't here. Yeah. So I forgot it. Dumb. I'm so mad. Should be. Dumb. I have not missed a day since I got the game. For those Nook Miles, you get more every day when you sign in. And I missed yesterday. I could have gone for so long. You missed long. yesterday or you missed today? Yesterday. Because I didn't do it in the morning. Because I was like, oh, I'll bring it. I'll do it while I'm at work. And then I didn't bring it. So, <laughs> well, that sucks. What do you got? What do you got for me? I'm now realizing that I didn't listen to two of my sources that I listed. <laughs> this is going to be an interesting episode. Okay. Um, I'm going to. Okay. Let's. Yeah. Let's jump in. I am suddenly so scared. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm okay because I know that this episode is going to have a part two eventually. Oh. So I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable, but this is something I'm going to revisit. Um, your hints are as follows. My topic, my, my category today is other. Okay. It is not a conspiracy theory. It is could be classified as folkloric or it could be classified as like a phenomenon some people also classify it as fiction others think it's completely real it's very uh, similar to like bigfoot in that sense where it's like some people genuinely believe that this is completely a hoax and some people genuinely believe that this happens um it's very famous on the internet really gained popularity in like the 90s 
but there are records of before that. It's a popular topic to talk about. Loey Lane did a video on it. Not a conspiracy though. Not because I started listening to some conspiracies, but then I remember some people. I I don't want to call it a creepy pasta because it genuinely isn't. It's very similar to like a. Some people think it's fake, but and like that it originated on the internet, like kind of like Slender Man, and it's all made up. And then some people have stories that they will go to their deathbed and say that this did happen to me. Okay, so it happens to people. Mm-hmm. Happens to people. It could be called a phenomenon or folklore. Okay, I see where... Okay. Huh. It's not alien abduction, because you said no, you would I never talk about aliens. aliens. <laughs> and I guess that's conspiracy. It happens to people in the 90s. What happened to people in the 90s? <laughs> what happened to people in the 90s? I'm talking... Like, Bigfoot phenomena. Huh. Huh. I... Oh, another good hint. I have mentioned it on the podcast before okay. that I almost did it. Huh. I almost did this today, but then I changed my mind and picked this instead. Oh, right. Oh, I remember you listening. Cause I just watched that clip where you said you were going to do. What was the thing you talked about? Was it the stairs episode that you almost did it? Yeah. Actually, Bro, I remember you saying it. I just don't remember the words you said. It's it's in a TikTok. Yeah, no, that, like I've just went through our TikToks again, like recently, so I know it was from oh, that. Oh, you should get this then. I <sighs> literally gave you the answer on TikTok. I know, but I'm dumb. <sighs> what did you say? What did you say? Because oh, I'm rooting for you so hard. A phenomena. Uh, is it just the, like, it's not the disappearances. No, no, it's not Missing 411. Okay. Though I do want to do an episode on that. I yeah. just have, like, four documentaries that I gotta watch. <laughs> I know some stuff I really want to do. I just need more time than I've had. I have some, like, written, like, I think I'm gonna do Missing 411 for, like, somewhere in the 50s. There's the one I have people guessing for at the end of 26 that I still haven't done. What did people guess? You know what it is. Oh, no, I... Oh, but I, I just haven't had enough... I thought to... you were saying that somebody guessed it and you were gonna do it. Oh, no, no, no. No, no, no. But I know what you're talking about. Anyway, and... back to me trying to guess. Huh. I look forward to that episode a lot. I can't think of it right now. I'm bad at on the spot. Give it to me. Black-eyed children? Oh, my God! <laughs> I... I knew that. I wanted you to get that so bad, and I'm a little disappointed. Dude, I could have gotten that. I'm just so bad at, like, on this. I forget everything I've ever known. As soon as someone asks me a question, I'm like, well, I don't know. You could ask me my name. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So the thing with this, um, this topic is that there's, like, so much content related to it. The, the, the... The premise is very easy, very vague, like, very open-ended. There are multiple subreddits dedicated to this topic. There are multiple YouTube, like, documentary series dedicated to this topic. So I know that somewhere down the line, well, if this episode goes over well, tell me in the Discord what you think. I will, I would be interested in doing, like, a part two and telling more stories and going more into depth about theories because I did not really get to talk talk about like the theory part of it today. It would have been too long. Um but so I mentioned it earlier, but like some people genuinely believe that the black-eyed children phenomenon is nonsense. 
that it's like completely fiction and that people are writing these stories as like like a creepypasta like you would like slender man it's just made up it's just made up it's like a no sleep like you you make it up and it's fiction other people will go to their deathbeds swearing that they had an encounter with a black-eyed child and it's haunted them to some degree so like i said some people believe they're urban legends some people believe they're phenomena. Some people think they're paranormal creatures. Some people think they're fucking aliens, bro. Like, there's a lot of theory that goes into the black-eyed children phenomenon. I know that I did not get to listen to the And That's Why We Drink episode. Um, but I know I listened to it, like, last year. Mm-hmm. And they M.M. on their episode goes into a lot of the theory. It's episode 53, for those of you who are interested. Um, I know the last podcast on the left did a whole episode dedicated to it. It was episode 451, (laughs) um, Black Eyed Children. Loie Lane, my favorite YouTuber in the world, did a video on it. There's Wikipedia pages on it. Storied did a thing on it. Jesse V did a thing on it. Like, popular. Popular. And also, those were my sources. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So, the first, okay. I'm conflicted on how I want to do this. Do I tell you what it is first, or do I tell you about the first encounter and then explain what they are? Let's do encounter. Okay. And choose your own adventure story. Choose your own adventure. So the first coverage of a black-eyed child, right? So people have claimed that these have existed, like, since as early as, like, the 60s. There were stories about black-eyed kids and things. But the first written account that got mainstream attention happened in 1996 it was a a reporter his name is brian bethel in texas and he related these two different accounts so he was part of this um this like email mailing list with a bunch of friends and it was very like paranormal themed like that's what they talked about Mm -hmm. and they swapped emails on ghost stories and shit um and he writes about one of his experiences in Abilene, Texas, um, with a black-eyed child, and then somebody else on this mailing list was like, no fucking way, like, I had an experience with a black-eyed kid. And so he writes this report on their two experiences that one happened in Oregon and one happened in Texas, and it blew up, like, overnight. Um, So his encounter goes as follows. He's sitting in his car in the parking lot of a movie theater. And then he hears, like, a knock on his window. His car is approached by two boys, right? Uh, One looks slightly older than the other. He's probably somewhere between 9 and 12. And then the other was young. Like, between, like, 6-ish was the guesstimate. Um, They're both wearing hoodies. One was olive-skinned and had curly hair. And the other one, the taller one, the bigger one, is a ginger with pale skin and freckles. He rolls down his window, and the two boys ask him for a ride. Specifically, they say they need a ride to their mom's house because they need to get money so they can see the new Mortal Kombat movie. Nice. But, like, Bethel says that when these boys started to talk, it was like an instant feeling of, like, dread. 
Like, you know when... Just a gut reaction. You know when you get really anxious, like, randomly, and, Mm -hmm. like, your stomach drops and your chest starts to hurt? Yeah. It's kind of like that, um, but, like, for no explainable reason. And that's a trend in all of these stories, is the first time you hear their voice, it's an immediate, like, fight or flight kicks in. And it tells you to flee. (laughs) Um, so... He also describes their voices as mechanical and rehearsed. He, instead of letting them into his car, decides to point out that the movie had already started and that they wouldn't make it back in time. But they, they were persistent. And they kept saying things like, they were just two kids. At one point, one of them says, it's not like we have a gun or anything. And then, <laughs> it sounds like you have a gun. <laughs> and then, they look up. Their eyes are entirely black with not a spike, spot of white in them at all. No pupil, no nothing. It's completely a black orb. And he described their eyes as soulless. Like looking into a fucking void, bro. That's Mm-mm. Um. Immediately, he starts to drive away. Man, this does not <laughs> risk it. Um. The gag was they start banging on his window, and one of them starts yelling, "We can't come in unless you tell us it's okay." Oh, like vampires. Let us in. Let <laughs> us in. Like they're banging on his fucking window, and he fucking skirts off. And then when he looks back in his rearview mirror, he doesn't see anything. Like they're not there anymore. Um. He says, originally the story was on an email mailing list to a group of friends, and then. It was leaked online later, but he did publish a story of it. Um, And then in 2012, he told his story again on a TV series called Monsters and Mysteries in America. He writes up a follow-up article for the Abilene Reporter News. Throughout all of this, he will maintain that his story is legitimate. He will swear up and down that this did happen to him. He did experience it. This is what they said. This is what happened. And this is the base of a lot of black-eyed children stories and lore once this story comes out and it's leaked online and all this stuff it's like the floodgates open it's very similar to the staircases where at first it started out as a creepy story but people were like no 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 no, that happened to me yeah no people start being like wait no that that happened more than me yeah it kind Um, of is like a a launching zone for people to be like wait that i thought that just happened in my town that yeah. happens in your town and then someone over there's like that happens in my whole state you and saw then, like, a creepy kid too yeah but this this story acts as the base and it could be because it was the first encounter with a black-eyed child but more likely it's just because it was well documented mm-hmm. and there was like a written account that people could actually read through and say holy shit like that happened to me back in 99 but it, I don't know. I don't know. But now there's stories like this all over the internet. So what are they? What are they? Who knows? Ugh. Every story describes them pretty much the same with only like a few caveats. They're always children. Sometimes between, or somewhere between the ages of 6 and 16. They're usually pale with black eyes. Seen hitchhiking, begging, or they show up on doorsteps. And they, they're known to travel in pairs, but they have been seen alone. Usually, it's one older and one younger. That's so weird. Yeah. That's the weird part to you, though? The fact that they travel in pairs? 
No, but that's such like a horror movie trope. Like, I just got the Shining <laughs> vans. No, yeah, it's the, the twins. The like, twins. It, it's to to see two kids together. But twins are the creepy ones. But now that that's the cliche, not twins are creepy. <laughs> I don't know. I just don't like that it. There's a. They follow a code or something. <laughs> they follow. They, they have, have the buddy a, system. A, I guess a rule book. But, yeah, like the buddy system for black-eyed kids. But like you have to travel in pairs, but one of you has to be older. That's the name of this episode: <laughs> the buddy system of black-eyed children. <laughs> um, they wear sweatshirts and or things to obscure their faces. So in some, they're wearing like hats or something, and they usually keep their head down. Um, and some of them have also been seen wearing like old-timey clothes from various eras that's but usually it's more modern and usually they dress like on trend it's not they look like kids they They, look like children there's nothing off-putting about the uh, their clothes their appearance yeah because like if you saw a kid in an 1800s dress you're like that's a ghost no literally that's a ghost right there that is straight up a ghost but the some some of the stories on the subreddit are like talking about their black-eyed children encounters and then in the comments they're like bro that's not a black-eyed kid you just saw the ghost of like a (laughs) victorian era child like there's like a it's like a an understanding that if the story is too weird that it's not a black-eyed kid it's just straight up a ghost and i think that's the funniest thing like one of the stories i remember was um just offhandedly because i didn't write it down was this guy who was like yeah my black-eyed kid encounter ha 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 he comes out of his house and he lives on a cul-de-sac, and it's, like, him and three other houses, and all of his neighbors are older. Uh, but there's a girl in the middle of the cul-de-sac on a tricycle riding in circles in, like, a white dress. And um, when he comes outside with his wife, they're leaving, she's immediately, like, a little uncomfortable because she's like, what the fuck is a kid doing outside this late? Like, it's cold. Where's what, What's going on? Where's his parents? And the girl turns to them and says, Mommy? And he's like, nope, get in the car. And he he was in his, even in his Reddit story, he was like, I think her eyes were black, but I didn't really catch a glimpse and yada, yada, yada. And in the rear view mirror, she was gone. And they were like, bro, that wasn't, a, that, that was a ghost. You just saw a child. <laughs> a terrifying ghost. No, yeah. But it was like, why wasn't it a black-eyed kid? Was it because it wasn't in a pair? <laughs> yeah. Like, I need he... to know what, like, how do I discern them? Yeah. Well, okay, so the other things about them is they have really weird speech patterns. So, like, rehearsed, or sometimes they, like, communicate, like, telepathically with each other. I'll get to a story about that. Um, They're also similar to vampires in some sense. They have to be invited in. And often they will try to trick you in some way. The long-term effects of letting them in aren't really known. Uh, because we do not have any stories where someone lets them in. I'll let them in. No. For the knowledge. <laughs> no. The greater good. Loie Lane even pointed it out, though. Like, there's no no stories where these kids are let into the house, which is led to believe that, like, I mean, somebody had to have. Yeah. If somebody died or. Yeah. Um, But they have been known to cause nightmares after an encounter and agoraphobia. Like, you don't yeah. want to leave your house after one of them has come to you. No, sure. If you have anything. That happens with people who, like, claim they got abducted, abducted by aliens. Yeah. Like, I'm not going back outside ever again. Aliens got me last time. 
It's not happening. Aliens got me last time. <laughs> anyway, so Bethel's article spawned other stories on the internet. Um, England, in particular, for some reason, has a lot of black-eyed kids. Uh, they're often featured in tabloids and newspapers, like stories of black-eyed kids in England. Oh. It's like a thing. It's a phenomenon. That's weird. Um, during one week in September of 2014, the British Daily Star ran three front-page stories about alleged black-eyed children sighting. That's so weird. <laughs> it's like a phenomenon. But, like, front-page <laughs> like newspapers. But it's black-eyed kids. <laughs> uh, nope. Um, they connected it to, like, there was a supposedly haunted pub in Stanfordshire, and they were like, ooh, it's being sold, and now the black-eyed kids are out. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> they lived there? Um, the, the paper claimed to see uh, a shock rise in sightings around the world of black-eyed kids, and then alleged sightings are taken seriously by ghost hunters. And some of these ghost hunters believe black-eyed children to be extraterrestrials, vampires, or ghosts. So, we don't know what the fuck they are. <laughs> we just know that they're kids. Maybe, no, not kids. Something pretending to be a child, most likely. I mean, that's a thing with demons, though. Mm -hmm. Is demons like to pretend to be kids. And it's like, they're probably not demons exactly, but they're definitely using the demon playbook. Yeah, they're, they're taking notes, at least. And names, taking notes and names. One story picked up by the British press. It was a sighting in England, and it actually made international news at one point. There was this dude. His name was Rickley, and he was a paranormal investigator. And he'd been investigating what he thought to be a ghost. There had been multiple sightings of this same ghost in this same area. Um, and specifically, like, the, the story that drew him to this, this ghost was that there had been a woman and her daughter walking down the street. And they heard a child screaming. Mm -hmm. So they, they run because they presume a child's in danger. The mom keeps trying to catch up to the kid because they see her. It's a girl. They're trying to catch up to her. And they can never reach her. Oh. Um, and when she turns around, the girl's right in front of her. Maybe 10-ish. No. And she has her hands over her eyes. And so the mom is immediately like trying to get information out of her like are you okay like where's, where's your, your parents like what's wrong are you hurt the girl drops her hands and her eyes are completely black and then the mom and her daughter like jump back but the girl vanishes so brickley claims that this ghost had appeared 30 years earlier too in the same area and that the original sighting it was brickley's own aunt who had seen <gasps> the kid um, and at that, in the 30 years earlier, they'd actually called the police because they thought a kid was missing, and they went on a search for this little girl, but nothing came up. So, this is one of those stories where it's like, was it a ghost, or was it a black-eyed kid? Or black-eyed kid's just another kind of ghost. Or something like that. But it was interesting because it was the same area, the same girl, but 30 years apart. Yeah, that sounds very much like videotape phenomena yeah. with ghosts. Right. Um, one story. Where did I get this from? Oh, I got this story from Storied. 
Okay. So one poster, who posted online, poster. I don't know the gender of this person. Oh, wait. No, yes, I do. It's a woman. No, it's not. Maybe? We'll figure it out. Poster. Poster. Um, talks about how on Halloween night, what? Once the night had slowed. Oh, I put these out of order. Okay, yeah, I got them out of order. They're both from Loey Lane. Okay. Loey did, like, a reading on her YouTube channel of some stories, and I ripped them because they were really good. <laughs> um, so one story has the poster waking up in the middle of, ni- of the night, and she wakes up because her dog was at the end of her bed and had, like, sat up really suddenly. Um, and the dog's young. It's like a puppy. Her mm-hmm. name is Lucy. Um, her husband had stayed asleep, but the dog starts to, like, gruff at their bedroom door. So this girl is like, oh, it's it's my roommate, or a car drove by, like, the dog is just getting a little wound up because it heard something. Um, because, you know, it's, they've only, they only had her for three months at this point, and she's a puppy. They did have a 22-year-old, or 22-month-old baby in the bed with them, though, so she was trying to quiet the dog really quickly and she figured the best way to do that was to just open the bedroom door and show Lucy that nothing was there. Mm-hmm. So she gets up, Lucy follows her, she goes to open her bedroom door and when it's open, Lucy runs out into the living room and to the front door. And she's like snarling at it. Ugh. Yeah. So, so... The poster, this this girl, is going to do something similar, probably, like, hold Lucy's collar and open the front door, show her that nothing's there. Um, but, like, as soon as she touches the deadbolt on the front door, Lucy loses her fucking mind. <gasps> like, starts going ballistic, barking, jumping, and then at one point, like, code switches and is whimpering like she's afraid. Is, like, freaking out. And now, at this point... Our narrator is getting very nervous because when dogs are reacting to something, that's a fucking problem. <laughs> yeah, I know. But she's start like her heart starts beating really fast and she starts feeling sick. Like she's anxious, but even in her head, she's like, I don't know what I'd be anxious about. Like it's what my my man's is asleep in the other room. Like this is just my dog being crazy. But instead of opening the door for some unexplainable reason she decides to look through the peephole instead what's on the other side a kid two kids (laughs) two kids so one they're both girls this time there's an older and a younger the older girl looks maybe 16 she's thin she's pale and her hair is like honey blonde um, she had blunt bangs in the front that covered most of her eyes, and she wasn't, like, dressed weird or anything. She was wearing jeans and an olive green hoodie. And then the other one, she's holding the hand of a very small little girl, maybe three or four at max, not old at all. This little girl was also wearing jeans in one of those, like, chunky white button-up cardigans. Um... She had a ponytail, so no hair was on her face, but she was looking at her feet with her head down. Um, In her free hand, she's holding a stuffed animal. The gag was that this stuffed animal was the exact same one that her own daughter had had. No. Like, asleep in the bed. 
She also points out that this is, like, the way that these girls are dressed, which is on trend with, like, how people dress, I guess, is very similar to, like, something she would put her own daughter in. It's also notable the fact that she has a daughter and it just so happened to be two girls that appeared on her doorstep. And also, they're not knocking is the worst thing in the world. Oh, yeah, they're just standing there? Yeah. Yeah. No, like, it's not like the dog heard them knocking and got upset. No. They're just staring at the door. (laughs) And that is the worst visual. Yeah. And our, our poster hadn't even made noise at this point. She hadn't even gone as far. She had not even shushed her dog. She had not turned on the porch light. There was nothing to indicate that there was a person on the other side of the door. But the girls started to talk. <gasps> so the the older one is doing all the talking. Her voice was described as confident and mature. She did speak with her head tilted down, though. And all she said was, we have to use your phone. <laughs> and then she raises her head to look directly at the people. Completely black eyes. Completely black eyes. What happens? Keep going. <laughs> um, our poster does not respond. She does not open the door. Then the girl keeps talking and says, our mother is worried. So this, this person um, who was doing this posting is familiar with, like, ghost stories and spooky things. So she knew what she was looking at. Mm-hmm. This wasn't like a, ooh, what is my encounter? She knew that it was a black-eyed child. Okay. She was, like, a healthy skeptic, though. Like, her whole thing was that she liked ghost stories, but she didn't necessarily, like, believe in them. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't answer. Smart. And starts to back away from the door. The girl keeps talking. Just let us use your phone. She backs up more, and then the tone changes. So at first it was polite, and now it's more commanding, borderline hostile. Ugh. And she says, we're not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask again. May we come in and use your phone? No. <laughs> The dog snarls, but our poster goes all the way back to her room and back into the bed. The girl calls out again, but after that, nothing else. She doesn't sleep that night and hasn't slept well since. Um, Her husband kept trying to convince her it was a dream, and in her head, she's trying to rationalize it, like, black-eyed kids can't come in without an invitation, but now it's like, the anxiety is there, like, every time the house is quiet, she's waiting to hear Someone, them yeah. back at their back at Or the dog set. get upset. Right. I just don't like that, <laughs> the idea that if the dog hadn't made noise, they would have just been standing, staring at the door. Yeah. Forever. <laughs> yeah, like, when did they leave? There they was don't. no initiating noise and i don't like that i don't like their mo that they're going with here (laughs) just stare at the front door what if you were like just doing your nightly rounds making sure the oven's off you know just picking up loose ends locking the front door and sometimes i glance out the people just for funsies if i saw someone standing there not making noise i'd check out (laughs) i'd be done and it's i think it's worse too because it's like because they knew she was there 
Yeah, I don't like that. I mean, maybe they could hear someone messing with the dog. I mean, yeah, but but even that, you knock. <laughs> That's creepy. You do that first. Another poster tells a different story, um, and this one happens on Halloween night. So, Halloween night, but it's later into the evening. They hadn't had trick-or-treaters in a while. Their porch light is off. Um, her husband they're watching like tv um on the sofa and her husband leaves to go upstairs and take a shower and she thinks it's just really fucking convenient that all of a sudden her husband goes up to shower and now there are kids on the doorstep like trick-or-treaters are back but her dog is acting super weird again these dogs Um, coming in clutch yeah and the so there's a knock on the door which she also thought was weird because first their porch light is off and then second their their um their doorbell glows in the dark. So like it was right there and they should have in theory pressed that and instead chose to knock. Um her front door is also glass. It's beveled glass, you know, so it's like the the glass with the the um what the iron crisscrosses. Yeah. But it's not like opaque. Like you can see through it interesting uh, mm-hmm. um so she goes to the door and through the glass she can see some pretty small kids um she said it was small enough that it was weird that they were by themselves even if it was halloween and they also were not wearing costumes at this point their her dog ran to the back door and like cowered was trying to get out was trying to get out um and she even noted that at first when her dog starts acting weird she thinks the dog needs to go out and like go to the bathroom or whatever but she even says like that's not how my dog usually asks to go to the bathroom like she usually comes it's out up to me it's, it's weird um there's no candy bags no costumes no trick-or-treat but she goes up to the front door and she opens it and on the other side there is a boy and a girl different this time switching it up the girl is still the older one she's about 11 and the boy is about eight or nine so they're young she's blonde but they were mostly backlit because so the way the op describes it is the the ceilings of their porch are really high and the lights are on columns so even if the because she did turn the porch light on when she went to open it even with the light on, it wasn't really enough to see them, and because it was behind them, she could not see any yeah. like, distinguishing features on their faces. It's just a silhouette. Right. Bright They're backlit. Yeah. yeah. So, she opens the door, and the girl speaks. And she says, ma'am, can we please come inside to call our mom? And this, this woman's immediately a little, eh. Because, like, not one of them has a phone in this day and age. One of y'all has to have a cell phone. There's no fucking to be, way. Yeah, to be sent out alone. Without with a phone. is a, Or a parent. Yeah. Um, so she says, shouldn't one of you have a phone of your own you can use? And this is when it fucking gets weird. Okay? They turn to each other and, like, stare at each other. Like, they're going to talk. But they don't. They just, like, look in, make very, very serious eye contact, 
And then they both turn back to her at the same time. Is this the telepathy? And she says, ma'am, my cell phone battery has no charge left in it. Can we please come inside and call our mother? We're out, al- we're out alone here and my brother is scared. And she starts to feel a little conflicted because they're like, you know, kids, mm-hmm. like whole ass children. Um, but there's this weird pit of dread and anxiety. It's so, just enough off. It's kind of just thing. enough off. So she then makes the offer to call their mom for them. She says, just give me the number and I'll call your mom. And then the kids do the same fucking thing. They turn in, they stare at each other, and then they turn back. And the girl says, ma'am, my little brother has to use your bathroom. Can we please come inside while you call our mom? (laughs) Pee in the bushes in the front yard, man. (laughs) You're not coming in. And then the kid steps forward like she's going to just walk into the house. But she steps forward into the light that is coming from the front door. Yeah. Solid, jet black eyes. No bueno. She's immediately <laughs> freaking out. So ev- she says every hair on her body stands up and she closed. So she had like subconsciously like been opening the door more and more mm-hmm. as these kids were talking to her. Now she pretty much closes it all of the way. And then the girl starts begging to come in. And then, quote, as if on cue, both kids begin to whimper and cry to come in. Immediately. It's like a light switches. Yeah, like no emotion before. Right. She closes the door and then talks through it. She insists that she'll call if the kids give her their mom's number, but she will not let them come in. They stay on the porch and they stare at her through the glass door. Um, she goes back into her living room at that point. Her dog is still at the back door, crying. Um, her husband, still upstairs, in the shower. She walks up to their, like, side table to get her phone. Kids still standing there, watching her through the door. Um, and she doesn't really, like, want to look away because she doesn't want to lose them. Or, like, them open the door. Right. So, then she glances at her back door again. Her dog is gone. They find her later under the bed, crying and hiding. Um, So her plan now is to call her husband or her neighbor because she doesn't like what's happening here. So she walks over to the phone to grab it off the side table and is keeping her eye on them and they start to walk away towards the street. So she goes up to the the glass and the way she described it was their glass is clear enough and with the light on in the back you could clearly see someone is at her front door Mm -hmm. um she goes towards the door to look out and the kids are under the nearest street lamp still staring at her no um so she calls her neighbor who goes outside and then she meets her neighbor under the street light and the kids are gone so she, her whole thing is that she's trying to convince herself it's a Halloween joke. Yeah, someone sent their kids out to freak right. people out. But, like, she told a different friend about it, and her friend was like, no, that was a black-eyed kid encounter. You have to post it on Reddit. And so she posted it <laughs> on Reddit. Yeah. That's 
that would be my like try to rationale it somebody knew about it and like dress their kids up like that on purpose be like just go bug that lady down the street we'll watch from the the window it's like the window across i mean the house across the way the parents are just looking through the glass as their kids yeah no just watching so in typical like online stories this this phenomenon spreads like wildfire right there's videos there's threads there's articles all of this starts to pop up with quote-unquote evidence of black-eyed kids there's movies that have been funded purely like on kickstarter there's like fan-made fiction fan stories on the internet there's also a series called bek which stands for black-eyed kids that expands on the lore by saying a black-eyed kid is made when a child kills their family and like that's their like origin story storied on youtube talks about why this phenomenon specifically might have spread so much on the internet and they explain it with uh with four main points about why this this story specifically went crazy the first is that obscured gazes make us uncomfortable so when your eyes are completely black you can't tell where you're looking yeah they could be looking at you they could be looking at the floor you don't know because there's no fucking pupils bro yeah you can't the whole thing nothing's moving nothing's moving and it freaks us out because, you know, eyes are the window to the soul and all that jazz. It's just like if someone won't make eye contact with you when you right. speak. Like, like if they're obviously avoiding it, it's unnerving. Right. It's like, what are you hiding? The other thing is um, intergenerational issues happening around the same time. Like the rise of youth culture in the 90s and pulling back of traditional conservative values. And specifically, like, the weird villainization of children. like. You don't want to see teens walking around and you don't want to see kids in public like the adults at the time villainizing children for being like a general disturbance. Have you seen this is a little bit of a tangent, Papa. but it's Reddit and it's the, the no, I read it here before the Frenchies. No, yeah, well, they were, they were taking posts from the the no kids whatever yeah. reddit which i just thought it was people that didn't have kids which like pop off right you don't want kids don't have kids i totally respect that but they were like actively against kids like as a concept yeah yeah no we're like kids should not be allowed in public spaces that aren't designed for kids so they were like kids should not be allowed to be brought into the grocery store kids should not be allowed to be brought into like a library or something unless there's a kid section and then they have to stay in the kid section they were like against having to see other people's yeah. kids and i just think that's mind-boggling it's kind of like yeah. that you don't want to see teens it's villainized. yeah yeah but it's like that concept of like because don't get me wrong i hate children genuinely like with my whole chest but like the like where do you want them to go yeah if i i don't want to hire a babysitter every time i have to go buy milk but it's like all those people who are like like for some reason the the biggest example that's popping into my head is like malls like adults who will complain about kids being in the mall where else do you want them to go genuinely yeah you don't have fucking playgrounds anymore and they're not safe where do you want teens to hang out they don't. <laughs> but regardless, the third point was the rise of children as antagonists in horror movies. That was a big thing in the 90s. Like, 
The Exorcist, Children of the Corn, The Shining. Mm -hmm. Like, all of these movies pop up and it suddenly tips every horror movie concept on its head because now it's not Jason chasing after you. It's it's two fucking kids on a tricycle. And it's terrifying. It's somehow worse. That little girl from The Exorcist, when her head turns around and she throws up all over the walls, nightmare fuel. But it's like, it's scary because it takes what should be innocent and makes it the villain. Yeah. Terrible. That kid from the Children of the Corn still freaks me out. Oh, yeah. Why the fuck does he look like that? <laughs> anyway, he looks like an adult that was put into a child's body. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, it's not good. And then the fourth point is the ease with which the internet reinforces urban legends. So the black-eyed kid just checked every box, and the internet just added fuel to the fire. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's very similar to, like, Slenderman. Slenderman checked a lot of boxes when it came to, like, creepy man in the background of playground photos. What? And then suddenly the internet got a hold of it, and now you're a phenomenon. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) So there are people who genuinely believe that this is just a classic creepypasta. Yeah. That this is just an internet story that originated on the internet through Bethel's article and then went fucking ballistic. However, some people genuinely believe that these are real things. Um, but there was a, a science writer, her Sharon A. Hill, who, like, combed through evidence and was trying to find documentation of black-eyed children's encounters and concluded that this was friend-of-a-friend ghost stories. So it's very word-of-mouth-ish, um, and considers this to be typical folklore stories, such as the phantom black dog, where the subject is not supernatural and there might have not even been an original encounter. So list this as being a legend. And then there are other people on the other end who, like I said, will go to their graves swearing that they had these encounters, that they're completely unexplainable, or like just the just weird enough elements like, the demanding to be let in, and all that nonsense. Some people, like I said, I didn't write down a lot of the theory. I would not be against talking about it in a future episode. There are people who have, like, organized lists of reasons why these kids are aliens. Why these kids are aliens, why they why they need to be invited in. Um, a lot of it has to do with mocking what they believe humans are supposed to act like. Oh, yeah. And that they are presented as children because children are genuinely, or generally, like, Mm non-threatening. But they don't know how to be children. Yeah, they're aliens. They're aliens. (laughs) Some people believe that they're ghosts or some form of um, hostile creature that wants to hurt you. Yeah, I'm I'm getting mixed signals now. Should I let them in? No. Or should I not let there them? There was in? one story on Reddit though who said that it he didn't know if it was a black-eyed kid encounter, but he did let them in. Um, he got like a knock on their door, asked it was very similar asked to use the phone thing, but it was really dark. And he said he remembered one of the kids' eyes being weirdly like dark, but he didn't think they were black. So he let them in to use the phone. And his mom calls him from the other room and is like, who was that at the door or whatever? And he's like, oh, it's some kid who needs to use the phone. And she was like, what? No, you don't let people in. Tell them to get out. And he goes back and the phone is hanging off the hook and the door is wide open and they're gone. 
And it was extra weird because they lived out on a property in the middle of nowhere and all of their neighbors, like none of them had children and he'd never seen these kids before. And it was like a small community. And he said that after that, he and his mom had nothing but very terrible luck. And specifically, one of the parts of it was that his mom had like failed to pay the phone bill or something. So their phone lines got cut off, like physically cut off line was not connected and they started getting phone calls <gasps> like a lot and it got to the point where his mom even called the phone company and was like i am getting phone calls and they came out to their property and was like no it's literally cut on the pole like there's no way that you're getting there's that no there's not even power going into that and there was um like one phone call specifically the kid answers it and it was his aunt on the under, other end of the line who said hello. And he was like, oh, hey, blah, blah, blah. And then she hangs up. He said that no matter where they moved to, because it was like a trailer situation. So they were moving the trailer and it, the luck never got better. Ugh. Yeah. So it might have been a black eyed kid encounter. Might not have been. Might have been he a He might have been dealing something completely no, different. <laughs> who knows? But yeah. How are you feeling? That is very fun. No. No. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Not at all. But I'm in- I'm going to go on Reddit later for sure though. The stories are pretty pretty interesting. I've definitely seen the pictures. Yeah. Like people's fan works of it of course, not someone yeah. like snapping pics of kids on their porch, but <laughs> could you imagine someone tries and it's nothing? The Halloween one gets me though because yeah. kids are supposed to be on your porch. But not these guys. Also it's like it's another part of, like, the alien thing of, like, yeah, it's Halloween. Kids are supposed to be on the porch. Why aren't you wearing a costume? Yeah, where's your bag? Where's your Where's bag? your parents? Where's your trick-or-treat? <laughs> like. And, like. Oh, I had a point, and I totally just lost it. But it, like. You want to help, too. It goes to that. Yeah. Like, if a kid's lost and saying, I can't find my parents. We got separated. I need. I need the phone. Yeah. And mine's not working for whatever reason. Even if you're creeped out, like the late like the lady in the Halloween story was trying to call someone. Yeah. She was like, I'm not letting you in, but I'll call. That's the other thing is a lot it of it preys on a need to help the kid. And a lot of it a lot of the stories are women. Yeah. Like it's a maternal. A maternal instinct. And like specifically the first one where she had a daughter and it was the same stuffed animal that her daughter had. Like, no. That's not a coincidence. It's fucking creepy. And I didn't like it. No. Because it was definitely preying on her maternal instincts. Yeah. yeah some sort of familiar yeah. thing. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. And I don't like that they know things. Like, the, the, the two little boys in the first one knew what movie they wanted to see. Yeah. And they wanted it in the car. Not a house. A car. The car. That's also a common theme. I didn't find any more, like, good stories, but, like, a lot of people see them when they're in their car and they're tr- they try to get into the car. But they cannot come in without being invited. That's good. Vampires <laughs> do that same stuff. Probably saved a lot of people from vampires. <laughs> Probably saved a lot of people, but yeah. I'm really glad that got added into vampire lore. Because vampires are kind of OP if you think about it. What do you mean? 
Elaborate. <laughs> if a vampire broke into your house while you were sleeping. Oh, yeah, you'd be fucked. And bit your neck before you woke up, you're dead before you can do anything <laughs> about it. But they can't get in unless you invite. Like, they would have won. Yeah. <laughs> if they didn't have this one thing. So Old whoever thought vampire about Vampire lore, though, like the, the thing where vampires have to count. Why does that get left out of, like, the Vampire Diaries of yeah, True Blood? Like, that's so funny. People used to carry around bags of rice so that if they met a vampire, they could dump everything out on the ground. And one version of the lore is that they always have, like, an odd number because if the vampire counted every grain and of with rice the Lugaru, or something. The same yeah, thing, a very similar You'd a count all the grains story. of rice and then you'd get to an odd number and then they'd have to restart. Mm-hmm. Genius. Did you know, also... That uh, vampires can't see themselves in mirrors, right? Mm-hmm. It that that legend or part of the legend came to be because mirrors used to be backed in silver. Yeah, they're not backed in silver anymore, so they can see their. So reflection. imagine a vampire after like three hundred years seeing their reflection for the first time. So funny, lose their fucking shit. Have you seen the clip? Black Widow, Marvel have not there's a halloween like episode mm-hmm. and she gets turned into a vampire bless and they're in this like i don't remember if it was a big mirror or like a cave with like mirrored crystals or something mm-hmm. but for some reason there was a mirrored surface somewhere right she's like fighting things and has to run off at one point runs full force into the mirror and knocks herself out. oh because she can't see her reflection. yeah <laughs> it's so funny i love vampire lore they are underrated there's so many cool stuff you could do with it too, and people mm-hmm. just like rewrite the same thing. But like vampires are I remember sparkly. I ha- I'm gonna try to find it. It's a Tumblr post of people like making weird things happen with just standard vampire lore. Mm-hmm. It's like why is no one writing a book about this? Because we have True Blood <laughs> and the Vampire Diaries. No, <laughs> do better. The Vampire Diaries is not a good show. <laughs> like I have watched so much of it, and I love Klaus would die for him bad show <laughs> bad show bad writing just hunky men <laughs> bad they can't see themselves in the mirror how do they have good hair though? like they their whole <laughs> thing is like oh vampires are beautiful like how do they know that their hair is not bedhead they don't i'm sorry i had to, to answer say something. your question like, how do they know no they don't they don't they, they just, don't they just wake up beautiful there's no way i don't believe it the show is bad I've never watched True Blood, but I would also assume it's bad. Vampires are not attractive. <laughs> They're literal monsters. Anyway, same with werewolf lore. Though I will watch Teen Wolf, because the memes are really funny. I've watched most of Teen Wolf. I'm gonna watch Teen Wolf. It's I, fun. I saw somebody on TikTok pointing out, like, they picked up, forgive me, I don't know what I'm talking about. They were looking at the original script of, I think it's episode one of Teen Wolf, and they were talking about the descriptions of the men, right? And some of the men are described as, like, hunky and, like, muscly and all this shit, and they get to one guy who has no description. It's just like, yeah, he's, he's, yeah. And then he turns out to be the fan favorite because they casted, like, a scrawny little white boy and I, I like i think the I'm feminine sure. gaze is not the male gaze bro <laughs> no like the all of the men you see in like all of the women you see in marketing like playboy and shit like that's the male gaze and what the male gaze wants women to look like 
all the men you see in marketing is also the male gaze and what men think women other want. what what they think women want to see instead of what women actually want to see did you not expect the scrawny little white boy to get most of the attention yeah <laughs> every woman had the same collective thought of i can fix him <laughs> like it's like klaus from the vampire diaries no to say like the the like pale Almost sickly-looking Victorian I wanna, kid. I, Timothy Chalamet looks like he eats cigarette butts <laughs> to survive. He looks like he needs help. He looks like he's dying. <laughs> like the feminine gaze is either like white and white little crusty boys who look like they're on their last legs, or like Brennan Lee Mulligan, <laughs> or Markiplier. Mark- I stand by that. Dad bods with a heart of gold. <laughs> Kronk from Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> from Emperor's New Groove. Muscles are gross. And I stand by that. <laughs> Unless paired with stupid and kind. Like Kronk. <laughs> a himbo. Yeah. You have to have the three corners. <laughs> the triangles. <sighs> That's fun. Yeah. What a way to end a story. <laughs> about yeah. the black eyed children. <laughs> we'll do a vampire episode. One day. I've thought about it a couple times. I feel like it'd be fun. I feel like there's a I lot I want to get the good stuff. Yeah. That not, like how we were just talking about, there's so much stuff that everyone writes about, mm-hmm. but there's so much stuff that's like canon vampire lore that most people mention and then never do anything cool with. Yeah. Except for like key things you can find. Right. I almost did an episode, it was a ghost though, which is why I didn't do it. I almost did a ghost episode on um, Vlad the Impaler's castle. Mm-hmm. And it just wasn't haunted enough. I mean, it's haunted, but there wasn't enough stuff. Because, mm-hmm. um, you know, he's like the original. He's the original Dracula. Yeah. Like, that'd be a fun episode. Talking about Vlad. I also wanted to do one talking about the the universal horror monsters. Yes. Creature from the Black Lagoon. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Mummy. Frankenstein. Like, the, 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 the key OGs. ones for Universal, at least. And just talk about some of those movies. Because I love the... The creature ones. from the Black Lagoon just recently. The original it. Dracula. Very good. Mm-hmm. Very good. I forget the name of the actor. He was b- buried in his Dracula cape, though. Yeah. No, like, was like here for it. No, here for it. Method acting to the fullest. Nosferatu. I forget the name of the fucking actor again, and it feels terrible. But Nosferatu, after Nosferatu came out, there was all of these like tabloid theories that the guy who played him was actually a vampire. So they come out with another, there's another Nosferatu movie, but it's not Nosferatu, it's the filming of Nosferatu, and the actor is Vampire. That's cool. It's very meta. That's fun. Who was in charge of that? That's great. No, literally. <laughs> okay, are we going to intermission? I think it's time. I think it's time. And intermission. Bum, bum, bum. Hello and welcome back. And we're back. Did I do that for the episode we recorded last night? I don't think I did that and we're back. I feel a little bit like a fraud. Do a future Mac. Future Mac and we're back. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. And we're back. Back, back. We actually took a break this time. Sometimes we just jump right back in. True. Sometimes it's a very fake break and we're like, okay. We just do it for the, the putting the music. Yeah. 
I was talking to Errol the other day, um, because sometimes he likes, he doesn't listen to the podcast. He supports me emotionally. And he was like, have y'all looked at, like, um, sponsors and stuff? And I was like, a little bit, like, I haven't looked into it too much yet, um, but I've looked at some, I know some are better than others, and yada, yada, yada. And I was like, and we built in the perfect place for it with an intermission. Yeah, no. We literally, it could elevator music add elevator music. Yeah, I know it. It fits right in. Take your time. Max opening Pocky. If you could hear this, you'd be screaming. (laughs) This is insane. I'm leaving all of this in. <laughs> Do you want one? I'm okay. Thank you. You don't like matcha? I think I've tried like it. Grash. That's fun. I'm still drinking my coffee. I'm going to get better headphones so that you can also listen again. Because last time it was weird because they were Bluetooth. Oh, yeah. There was that lag. This time it's pretty nice. I like it. Okay. How was your intermission? I had a great intermission. Um, we talked about some things. Got a little... Quit eating the Pocky <laughs> in the mic. No, don't tell me what to do. You got closer to chew. <laughs> How come you use your phone, but also bring your iPad? Sometimes I do use my iPad. I was just curious. Like, to keep you on your toes. I think it's very funny that I woke up this morning to find you texting on your iPad. Phone <laughs> But you were using your phone for your research. Yeah. You're an interesting character. I did my research on my iPad this morning, too. Okay. That's a little... And I do it on my computer at home. That's a little bit more justifiable. <laughs> and I keep telling myself I'm going to do another one in the shark notebook. No. And, like, just whip that out one episode without warning. Dude, the fact that you did that for even a few episodes baffles me because, like, I hate writing. I don't know why. I just do things better. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Do things better? What have you got today? A hotel. Transylvania. No. Damn. (laughs) Travago. No. Damn. Do you want to keep guessing or do you want oh, hits? Oh, that was, oh yeah, hits, please. <laughs> okay. I was just being a general nuisance. I have something a little weird today. I'm going to talk about two hotels. What? With okay. the same name. Okay. And that's kind of on accident. I will get to that story after we do this whole guessing thing, though. I did watch a Ghost Adventures episode for this, which what? was really fun. It is the Ghost Adventures episode that they go to Goatman's Bridge in, since that was the Halloween special. It's two parts. And I'm talking about what happens in the first part of that episode. I didn't watch the episode. Oh, that's good. You don't know what I'm talking about then? It was phenomenal. I'm going to walk you through most of the episode. I did that with the Doll Island, too. Yeah. Like, some of these Ghost Adventures episodes are crazy. They're better than the lore. <laughs> like, Last episode, a bag of human teeth. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, one's in Illinois, one's in Texas. It's okay. pretty haunted. It's not like... Big name haunted, though, so I don't know if you'll guess the name. Okay. My hope was that you would guess it if you had watched that episode. Didn't. So I'm glad you didn't watch the episode. That works out for me. 
Okay. So, haunted hotels, right? Yes. Right. It's not the Stanley, because that's in Colorado. Yes. It's not the Biltmore, because that's not in Illinois. Yeah. Or Texas. Or Texas. What's in Texas? I feel it's like, in El Paso, Texas. I feel like when I was talking about going on a haunted road trip, we were going to go through Texas for some reason. Probably to, stay to somewhere. get to Colorado. No, yeah. But, like, I was like, oh, we could do a pit stop in Texas and stay here and then go to Colorado and stay at the Stanley. But I don't remember where that was. I mean, it might have been Goatman's Bridge. It might have been. stayed near Goatman's Bridge. Um, haunted hotels. It's not the Queen Mary. That's also a boat. Has Sam and Colby been there? I think Elton has. Elton. Okay. T-F-I-L. Yeah. For those of you who don't refer I don't, to them. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay. It is the DeSoto. Yeah, I, I don't know. Okay. Okay, that's fun. So, I accidentally found the one in Illinois first. I read the description for the Ghost Adventures episode. Just kind of going through them because I figured yeah. out I have all of them on one of the streaming services my mom has because they're just kind of poking around and ghost adventures was on it which streaming service has all of ghost Adventures? i think it's amazon prime but if you buy one of the expansions for like oh. the discovery plus expansion or something and it's on one of those Damn. so i have like every ghost adventures episode except for them. a select few yeah i don't pay for it my mom does so no, yeah. <laughs> i'm just gaining bless um so I like read the description of the episode because I it was on one of those that just like recommended really good episodes to watch. Mm-hmm. And I was kind of just looking for something to watch, not to research. So but then I started going. And I was like, you know what? I will write this down because I do have a podcast about this stuff. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> why I wasn't no, going sometimes to. sometimes I forget to. Yeah. <laughs> so um, I go on a Wikipedia tirade and I'm like, there's episode 34. But I just got the name of the hotel. And apparently... There are two. There's a lot of them. Oh. It's a it's a name. It's a lot of hotels. But I found another one that is haunted and started doing research on it first just to try to like go in with some info because sometimes it's nice to know the backstory before mm-hmm. they try to explain it on the show and then you're just more confused because they are very dramatic. Yeah. No. And so I was just trying to like get something to start with. And so I did a ton of research on this one in Illinois. Um. Yeah. It was the wrong DeSoto. Yeah, no, I just Googled the name of the hotel. I just said DeSoto Haunted Hotel, but I Googled. And this one popped up first, so I just read a ton about this one. Um, And so I start watching the episode. In the first two minutes, Zach is talking about this road trip they're doing through Texas. <laughs> it was like, Illinois is not in Texas. <laughs> There's an issue. <laughs> Something's not clicking. Yeah, so. That's funny. Yeah. It was, I, I didn't want to waste the research, though, so I will talk about the one in Illinois, too, but we're going to talk about the Texas one first. That's funny. That's um, funny. It also wasn't, like, super big, so it's not like it could have its own episode, so it kind of fits nicely right at the end of this one. Bless. As a little sprinkle in extra, so stick around for the other DeSoto Hotel at the end. <laughs> the other DeSoto. Um, so, like I said, it's in El Paso, Texas. Okay. It's in a rougher place, like a rougher neighborhood, high crime, gang activity in the surrounding area, mm-hmm. very high murder rate. Bless. It, it, it's not in the city that is the ho- was the murder capital of the world. I thought that was Chicago. No, this one held the title for a little while. Oh, okay. But, like, the city next to it did. But it, it, 
it was also a high crime area yeah. in this area too kind of bled over um the hotel itself is also pretty run down got some yelp reviews just to bring that to life one reviewer said uh quote horrible place for people to be in end quote <laughs> another reviewer wrote not the yelp review <laughs> No, it has like 2.9 stars, (laughs) but these were the reviews, so I don't know who rated it high enough, because these were all like one star. Um, This one said, quote, smelled like mildew and mold, definitely not a one star motel, end quote. What the was? It was a lot of those, like, if I could give it zero stars, I I would. would. Yeah. It does have free Wi-Fi, so that's a plus. Okay. That's one plus so far. That's the plus I found. Oh, the only plus. It had free Wi-Fi. Okay. Yeah. Um. And we're back. Technical difficulty. Some, some weird technical difficulty. Okay. You're, you didn't miss anything, though. Yeah, you was did. It just, no, you missed a lot, actually. You missed nothing. You missed so much content. You missed me take a breath. Yeah. I accidentally hit the stop record with my elbow <laughs> trying to fix it. The hotel was built in 1905. Not too many crazy, like, notable events. Like, some are like, it burned down three times when it was being built. Not that. Um, okay. In That's 19- good, I guess. <laughs> you know, sometimes there's, like, a huge event that makes the hotel haunted. No, yeah. It doesn't have one? No, it has stuff, but, like, not, like, natural disaster or anything. Gotcha. Uh, in 1973, though, a Satan worshiper broke in. And tore up a room pretty bad. Um, Okay. As he was being arrested, he started cursing the officers involved, like chanting curses. Oh, like legitimately cursing. Not like curse words, like putting a spell on people (laughs) to curse them. Wow. (laughs) Um, There was also an event in 2014. We're going to circle back to that one, though. Okay. But just know that there's also... Those are, like, the main events that could make some spooky stuff happen. Okay. Other than that, it's a normal hotel. Okay. (laughs) It looks normal, also. Some haunted hotels look really fancy and therefore look haunted. This one just looks like any other building on the street. Nothing really special. (laughs) Um, But people in the area who live, like, live nearby just like the local legend of it everyone says it's you get bad luck from looking at it or you just get bad vibes okay like it it the vibes are off yeah it looks like a normal building except something's off that you can't place okay kind of thing um and most people also will tell you it's super super haunted i'm glad everybody agrees no like it's that's what you will hear in this area you'll be walking by and someone will be like hey man that building right there haunted." haunted don't go in like they walked up and didn't say in the ghost adventures episode they weren't you know saying they were ghost adventures but people were already like hey that building you're about to go into haunted <laughs> i wonder like, how unprompted. they felt. i wonder how they felt as ghost adventures i think they knew they pulled up to a good place like people are telling you it's haunted before you even get into the building bro Zach must have been really excited. <laughs> no, he was having a great time. Zach has drama. a fucking death wish. Like, I love how dramatic he is for no reason. No. Sorry, I keep messing with your mic. It's making noises. Uh oh. It's not. I can't tell if it's your mic or mine. I'm trying to. I'm trying to monitor it. Good to know. Um. Like I said. 
when like a whole place thinks something's haunted, it's because like something big happened there. But this one got broken into one time by a weird guy, and now everyone is convinced in the town. Which I just thought was a little off from mm-hmm. some ghost stories, but but everyone agrees. Like yeah, no, something's there. Herd immunity. Um, it's also not a great area, so I think it that could be the event in of itself yeah so something tied to that but it was just like so many hotels are like i'm trying to think a lot of them are like it had a bad fire something happened a rich history of people here the they were stationed for war here yeah like biltmore had one of the floors was uh for soldiers during one of the wars kind of thing like it's all all sorts of weird story this is just a normal hotel (laughs) genuinely nothing exciting about it there are three notable ghosts though okay and usually we do the ghost at the end i'm gonna introduce them now okay because there's no more history oh (laughs) like it's a normal building our cast of characters yeah these are if you will yeah these are the guys we're gonna keep referring about um the squad yeah our, our three three dude squad um the first is pretty standard shadow man in the building <laughs> the shadow man yeah you can't just gloss over that um a standard shadow man specifically this guy likes to stand in doorways hate that but like in the background of pictures nope has been called a couple of times don't like that could you can see some of these pictures like people just have a dude standing in the like peering into the doorway kind of pictures that's gross um yeah that's a sleep paralysis demon. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is allegedly a video of a faded shadow man walking across the hallway, like an open doorway. I could not find this video. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did keep finding stuff about the other hotel I researched, though, looking for this video. That's funny. Um, it kept coming back up. I think it's funny that they're both haunted. Yeah, I know. Today's. And like I found sisters. the wrong one. Sisters, not twins. Um, that's all he really does. <laughs> stand in doorways he just fucking loiters they don't interact with anything like that in the ghost adventures episode so we don't hear about him much but a bunch of articles i read mentioned him so i didn't mm-hmm. want to leave him out but he don't really do much <laughs> this poor dude um you know he's trying really hard to <laughs> so like, like me, oh my god ghost adventures these next two come out swinging so this he's got a lot of time he's the youngest sibling they kept like, he's the middle child they kept like panning the camera away just as he walked in the doorway he just like just missed the the That's, shots just i feel bad for this shadow man we go find him we, ignore these other two no we ask for him by name the next ghost has a bit more lore okay if you will <laughs> many guests complain of hearing a little girl play in the halls of the hotel that's revolting and i mean that so specifically people hear laughing and running in the halls sometimes from other floors or sometimes like right outside their door um right outside the door well like it's a hotel so you hear someone running Yeah, but could you imagine that yeah you just think some annoying kids out in the hallway and then you look and it's no one i talk about this a little later but they talked to some of the residents in the ghost adventures episode like just like hey have you ever seen anything weird here and almost all of them talk about this little girl ew like one guy was like i've i've had the strange experience since i've lived here people live at this hotel yeah it's like that's a commitment (laughs) it's in a bad area it's not it's not expensive it's just a place to stay 
Um, I mean, yeah, but could you imagine living at a hotel? It's Zach and Cody who. <laughs> they lived there. Let's go stay at the Tifton. Um, the Tifton puts you on top. Babe. When you stay at the Tipton. Because you're the star. Okay, cut me off. Cut me off. <laughs> Keep going. That's the ad in this video. We're sponsored by the Tipton. The Tipton Hotel. Um, they specifically two guys were talking about like they'd be in their their room and hear some kid playing in the halls. Didn't know a kid was in the building or like didn't know anyone on the floor that had kids. And at some point, it'd be going on for so long, one of the guys specifically said, one day I just had to go look, because this kid's always running around the hall. I want to know, like, what what's going, going on? on? Yeah. Um, and open the door, and no one's in the hall. Disgusting. Like, not an older person, no kid. And he's in the middle of the hall. He said, I, I opened it when it was in front of my door. There's yeah. no way they had time to get to, to either end of the hall. Yeah. Kind of thing. But keeps hearing this kid giggle in the hall as they run by. That's, and other people had similar stories. That's not good. Again, people outside of the building on the street were talking about ha having heard stories of the little girl. That's not good. She is sometimes referred to as Sarah. Um, Why do they give these kids, do you think it's intentional? She said the name to a group of paranormal investigators. Okay. I couldn't find this clip either, but it was mentioned in a few different articles that okay. a group had gone down and on some sort of equipment given the name Sarah to them. And so some places refer to her as Sarah. They did not in the Ghost Adventures episode. Mm -hmm. They just called her a little girl. Um, but Sarah was thrown in a lot. So I wonder if the names are intentionally creepy. It's always like Sarah, Sally, Sally. Samantha, <laughs> Alice. Yeah, it's all like weird names. But yeah, Sarah. Uh, she's often described as a mischievous kid. She liked to appear to women. I heard that in one source, though. That was the only time I heard that. And mm -hmm. the guys talking her about her in the episode were men. Right. So it's not only to women or anything. But it could be one of those things that kids are attracted to women. Because they're, like, maternal. maternal. Yeah. So it could have some element of that, but it wasn't reported on much. Threw it in there, though. Um... You probably could guess this, but some people think she's not actually the spirit of a little girl and believe that she is not only mischievous, but also dangerous or evil, like has bad intentions, yeah. not just, I want to play in the hall. Um, <laughs> I want to play in the hall. <laughs> the fucking kids from The Shining. Uh, there's actually two of them. They're twins. That'd be pretty fun. It's just the Stanley, but for real. No, literally. It's <laughs> it's what the Stanley wishes it was. <laughs> Side note, Emily and I both got different shining vans. I got the slip-ons with the twins. Yeah, I got the, the red rum ones. So we both got Got the last one shoes. in the mall. They're in my size. I got them for Christmas. It was a gift from my sister. So, speaking of evil, we're going to jump to our third big player. Titled... The thing in the basement. Hate that. Nope, 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 <laughs> nope, 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 nope. It has a title. Yeah, not a name. Nope. A title. Nope. I hate it when they have names. Hate it when they have titles. Nope. The story's so prevalent within the town and within, like, the people living there that workers won't go down there unless Disgusting. they absolutely have to and they won't go alone. Disgusting. Um, <laughs> what is it? Tell me more. <laughs> the local ghost tours in the area also are not allowed down there. People try to pay the hotel to let them go down there. 
but the hotel's so worried that someone's gonna get actually murdered down there by something that they won't, they can't risk the liability. Hilarious. Terrifying. Yeah, no, it's bad enough they were like, no, you can't pay me to let you go down there. No. And, like, most ghost tours make you sign liability waivers anyway. Yeah, no, it was so much, like, people will die down here. (laughs) You will not come out alive. (laughs) So, it's supposedly an evil force in the basement, not just some spooky ghost messing with, like, the air condition. That reminds (laughs) me a lot of, um, Bobby Mackey's. Yeah. Music World, The Portal to Hell. Mm Mm-hmm. We have to do an episode on that. We do. For sure. The... Just the, like, it's not even a thing anymore. It's an energy. It's just, yeah, bad luck. Yeah. You, something will happen to you, whether it's something doing it to you or not. Right. It's just pure evil. Um. Aw, they should be pen pals. <laughs> the thing in Bobby Backey's basement and the thing in this basement. Uh, people hear noises coming from there Demonic all the time. Sometimes they hear the giggling of the little girl coming from the basement. Nope. Uh, oh my god, it's her dad. Or it's just her. It's the fucking Babadook. <laughs> like, no, the Babadook is a queer icon. Like, we can't, we can't, we Don't can't do that. Taint his name. How dare you speak ill of the Babadook? Um, stuff has been thrown down there. No. In the Ghost Adventures episode, a pebble is thrown almost immediately upon them going into the basement. What? A pebble hits the wall. What? Like, not a pebble falls. Like, no, you like can sometimes say, thrown. like, something, it hits the wall. Ew. Later in the episode, they see a pebble. Like, it's thrown. Something's throwing rocks <laughs> at people? No. Um, this is not cute anymore. <laughs> According Was to a ever? local reverend, uh, before the ghost tours were banned, a tour group saw pebbles being thrown, but it was more than one. It was, like, pebbles kept hitting the wall. But they didn't leave. And they were allegedly attacked after a while of just watching these pebbles be thrown against a wall. What the fuck? <laughs> this is from that reverend. He was called to uh, deal with whatever that was, was after the hotel it. had people sprinting out the basement. So, yeah, he was the guy that came in to deal with that, this reverend talking about. Um, so, uh they talk about it a lot in the Ghost Adventures episode, so we're going to reference some more of what the Reverend says there. Okay. Um, but now we're going to come back to that. I told you about an event happened in 2014. Yes. We're going to introduce that event. Okay. Um, so, February 6, 2014. A man who lived in the hotel pretty much just loses his shit all of a sudden. <laughs> he, like, starts thrashing around on the floor as two guests have to, like, hold him down because he's trying to hurt people uh he gets loose at one point though and runs up the stairs locks himself in a room and starts yelling in an unrecognizable language oh my god so he's speaking tongues i was about to say it's fucking latin he's thrashing on the floor and summoning the devil so like getting possessed and now is upstairs speaking in tongues locking himself in a room the cops show up and start knocking on the door um, because they can't get him out the room. I don't know why, but this is, this is, like, weirdly funny. Like, imagine you're just chilling. And your neighbor walks streaks past you with tongues. <laughs> he won't come out of the room. The, the cops come, and they're just kind of, like, you know, 
police officer open the door you know we like trying to help they think he's like having a like medical emergency or yeah. something and uh, like almost instantly shots start coming from through the what? door <laughs> he starts shooting at them still yelling in tongues <laughs> he's fucking shooting at them no like they're literally like what? knock knock police officer and he's shooting like like, this is not funny. This is not funny. And yet, why is it so funny? He was arrested. I would hope so. Um, he just shot at a cop. Because of this. And Were any of the cops injured? Not that I know. No one died. Okay. Um, that was the question. I, someone may have been shot, but it was not in Lethal. the articles. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, because of this incident, the whole speaking in tongues kind of thing, at police and officers. the earlier incident of rituals being held in the hotel by the guy who broke in, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people believe that the thing in the basement is the devil himself. It's Beelzebub. <laughs> um, what, did, what did they call in the Sam and Colby thing? Beelzebub. 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 <laughs> Not how you say it. <laughs> He's an Air Force pilot, remember? They, they at least think it's something strong, because... It could possess this guy to, like, thrash on the floor. Yeah. And then shout in a language he doesn't know. Beezlebub. Beezlebub. <laughs> That's what he was saying. <laughs> Beezlebub's Just... the airline pilot of hell. Um. What? I'm also now remembering that that happened in the basement of the Conjuring house. So yeah. they're all pen pals. The Demonic pen pals. In the basement. Is the name of this episode demon pen pals i want to get i want to see the email thread basement boys i want to see what they send their group (laughs) chat it's pictures of ghost hunters and they're like lol look at this fucker (laughs) dude i just had this guy come in today and he tried to speak to me through an ouija board dude loser i decided to possess this random dude made him speak in tongues and shoot at some cops (laughs) he's gonna be in jail for the rest of his life (laughs) demon pen pals um and they all live in the basement. What the fuck? So that happened in 2014, right? So one of the guests... And there's a demon in the basement of the Sally house. Yeah, no. Basements are bad. And that's why I'm thankful for living in Louisiana, where, where we, we can't, can't have, have basements. basements. <laughs> basement boys. Basement boys pen pals. So one of the guests who held down the guy still lived there. Oh. So they were able to, like, talk with him on the episode, which was really cool. Uh, he tells the story really well, uh, and he believes something supernatural. He said he he talked to this man before. It was super out of character, and the way he was acting was just strange. Yeah. And, like, already having known, like, having issues with the little girl who runs down the hall <laughs> and have been hearing the stories of, like, there's the something in the, in the basement. basement. He was, like, it. you can be skeptical until you see something like that kind of thing. And they were also asking the guys to, like, not do anything too crazy they're like look i live here i don't want to have that happen to me oh that's they were like scared Scared. yeah they're they're like don't stir stuff up i this is my life that you're you're tampering with you get to leave i don't get to leave don't ask beezlebub to come visit (laughs) beezlebub so another really popular theory is that the demon in the basement and sarah are the same thing that it's not trapped in the basement 
it just pretends to be Sarah to go in other places. Heard that um, before? <laughs> yeah, which is a pretty standard. I, we talked about thing. it earlier. Demons pretend to be kids. Yeah. They talk about it in that Sam and Colby episode, too, where they're in the Conjuring house. We also talked about it in depth in the Sally house episode. Yes. Um, I don't remember the number, though. So the whole theory is that it's something a lot worse, disguising itself as a kid to yeah. kind of, like, operate throughout the hotel, but kind of it's home bases in the basement yeah so it can be itself a little bit more down there just girly things the babadook <laughs> it's his man cave the bab <laughs> the babadook's in the email thread so sarah's also pretty active to just try to like say it's a ghost okay just like they hear her in the hallway a lot so some people try to say that's evidence of it being something more than just a kid it's not like one of those videotape ghosts she like does things she'll knock on doors oh like a poltergeist yeah like she has she's not just some spirit reliving some kind of event which is another thing with with demons is, right it's is, not it's not trapped there or anything yeah it's doing or it could be trapped there but it's not some spirit that's some energy being replayed right. it has thoughts it can choose to do things but wasn't it like the the um we talked about it in the sally house episode again where it's like the there's a difference between ghosts and poltergeists. And ghosts are like images and things like you can see them, but they might not be able to interact with the world. Yeah. Poltergeists can. Yeah. The other thing, though, is that demons can. So yep. if it's a demon pretending to be a little girl, it's not a fucking ghost. It's either a poltergeist or a demon. And here they think it's a demon and maybe even the devil or one of his right-hand mans is. Beezlebub. Um, He's so active in all of these places. The first thing. He's like, the devil's, like, Chad Sona. <laughs> not the Chad Sona. Not the Chad Sonas, but, like, he's the devil. He's, like, when the devil comes to Earth, he's not the devil anymore. He leaves that he's title Sarah. behind. He's Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> it's his gosplay. <laughs> I was gonna say it's his drag queen name. <laughs> Sarah Beezlebub, bitch. <laughs> Another thing is that, like, a it's lot not of funny. people don't know the name Sarah, but can describe what Sarah is perfectly. Oh, I hate those. Like, it, it's so many people have dealt with it and don't even know that people have investigated and talked to it and know that it has a name. But people will be like, yeah, I stayed there. And there was, like, a little kid giggling all night. It was really annoying. Kind of stuff. And then somebody else hits you with the Yelp review, and they're like, bro, I don't think that was a kid. <laughs> yeah, you find out the hard way on Yelp that you were almost possessed. You doing okay, buddy? Um, You find out the hard way on Yelp <laughs> that you were almost possessed. So, one of the first things they do, of course, after, like, talking to people in the hotel, is go to this basement in the daytime just to kind of, like, see what's up. I like that they let Ghost Adventures down. Yeah. You know that that liability sheet was long and thick. One of the employees do go with them, too. They talk with her, and, like, she, she tells them, like, I don't go down here. This is one of the first times in a long time I'm going down here. Well, what episode was it that we were talking about, like, hazing at haunted hotels? Like, you're the I, new guy, and now you have to go to I the I think basement? it was the, the pharmacy museum. They, it was either that or the Crescent. I don't remember. All I know is you get stuck with the basement. You're the basement dude now. You're new? <laughs> no, no, no. I have fucking tenure at this place, bitch. I'm <laughs> never going into the basement again. You get thrown up to the wall by fucking Beezlebub. <laughs> by Sarah. 
<laughs> by literally the devil. Um, so yikes! They go into the basement, and Zach gets super dizzy standing in a su- certain spot, and he's like talking with Elizabeth, is her name, the mm-hmm. worker that's down there with. I thought you were them. gonna say the devil. No, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Zach starts speaking down. <laughs> yeah, and then all of a sudden this booming voice <laughs> from overhead. It's God. <laughs> like, no, get but the fuck out. He's just like standing in a certain spot, and he starts telling her like. They're, like, talking, and he gets to the certain spot, and he stops, and he turns around, and he's, like, I'm super dizzy all of a sudden. Like, I, like, feel like I can't stand. Who? And that's not cute. Which is kind of weird also, because they're having this conversation, and, and it's just cut off by this. Like, it's enough that it, it's annoying and keeping yeah. him from continuing the conversation. So later, they're talking to the reverend. They haven't told him. Like, that Zach got dizzy or anything. They're just letting the reverend give his little, like, tour and tell him about the ghost tours that can no longer happen here and stuff like that. Blessed um, be, kitty girl. And while he's telling that story, he um, he's talking about when he got called for that ghost tour to see what attacked them. They found a pentagram in the basement. Oh, shit. And they're like, where was the pentagram? Can you still see it? And you can't really, like, see it anymore. You can tell something was on the floor there, but there's no way. you It's not a pentagram anymore. Yeah. Um, and he goes to the exact spot Zach got dizzy. That's creepy. <laughs> That's creepy. And they, like, freak out. <laughs> they they lose it at that point because they, they Zach is like, wait a second. Because they, they, it's right where he was standing. Oh, yeah. Um, and they they hadn't talked about it at all before. They didn't even tell him that Zach got dizzy yeah. in the basement. It was completely removed, and it's the same spot. Um, I love it when that happens to them. Zach says while dizzy, he felt aggressive and, like, wanted to get away and would do anything to get away. Also aggravated, like, was getting frustrated easy mm-hmm. and had to, like, move himself away from it. He's a dramatic man. He is a dramatic man, but I... I will. <laughs> yeah. He did say he was getting aggressive. Um, but no, that carries. So, already they're like, something's up here. He's in the middle of a fucking pentagram. Yeah. That's so creepy. Um, So, those are our important characters. The ghost. The um, devil. So, we're going to go to, like, this point. I kind of just go through the episode because a lot happens. I love it. Um, this episode is referred to as one of the episodes with the most paranormal evidence that they have ever caught. Bless. Um, it also, the, the first half of the episode has a lot. It's also the one where they go to Goatman's Bridge. And like we talked about in that episode, a lot happens then too. Yeah. Um, but specifically in the first half, what they catch on video is some crazy stuff. Okay. In this hotel. Um. What do they catch? Uh. Ew. I don't like this. So I'm just going to break down some of the stuff that happened that you can see in the episode. <laughs> when Zach was getting dizzy earlier in the episode, he, at, he he almost immediately after he talks with Elizabeth saying, I'm getting dizzy, he asks if anything is close. And instantly there's a clearly audible knock on the wall. <gasps> Later in the episode, it's the wall that the chin of the pentagram was pointing at. Don't like that. Like almost in the, the spot. Yeah. Because they start seeing what lines up and a lot does. <sighs> um it's not crazy, but it gives me Sam and Colby vibes when they're talking with the demon on the Queen Mary. Yeah, no, I was good. That was the first the place my brain went. Um, and part of this episode, there's like a weird subplot. They take a break from the haunted hotel to visit a haunted cemetery nearby. Like okay. they need air. 
a lot of stuff's going on and the reverend wants to talk about this place over here that could be connected just in case there's any relevant information Mm -hmm. so crazy stuff happens in the cemetery too not enough to have its own episode so this is another like sub little thing we're gonna talk about on this one um i could not talk about it no yeah it's some cool stuff the cemetery was full of broken tombstones decapitated statues of angels and jesus broken crosses ew it's a super old graveyard it was founded in 1856 it's huge it has over 60,000 bodies buried there it's on a huge plot of land them just standing there you just see tombstones until the horizon like it's huge ew it's bad ew this is some like fun that. stuff. Uh, we get a little crossover right here. Oh my god! <laughs> the reverend says the that Marvel Cinematic Universe. This is where Richard Ramirez learned how to do satanic rituals. Oh, what the fuck? He There's lived, no way. He lived in El Paso. He would run away to this cemetery when his dad was uh, like getting aggressive. Hate that. Um, not the fucking Night Stalker. No, go away. They also say that maybe he met some of the people. There was a lot of rituals going on in this area. There was, like, a, a heavy circle with it. So he could have known the people that, like, were doing rituals in the mm-hmm. hotel or something or could have been involved with that. Not confirmed at all, but speculation. But he could have met people. Yeah, the Night Stalker was in this graveyard. That is true, that the Night Stalker did go to this graveyard. That's disgusting. Um, People also still... You you will find animal remains, Ew. but not just like teeth and stuff, like decapitated heads <gasps> of like cows and stuff left Ew. on graves. Ew! People frequently get in trouble for performing rituals here. The cops are always being called. What the fuck, bro? Similar Stop to Goatman's Bridge, there's so much just people messing with stuff in like the woods around that bridge. This graveyard's like that. No, the yeah. cops are always having to come like stake out here and scare people off. Because it's, like, legitimate, like, ritual practices. Yeah, no, it's not like they're called about a ghost. It's, no, like, there's a circle of people sacrificing a cow and leaving its head on a tombstone kind of issues. No. Anyway. <laughs> That's gross. Um, not the Night Stalker. The reference warns them pretty much right away that don't touch anything. Yeah. Like, even to look at stuff. Especially if you find something hidden behind a tombstone. Because people, like you talked about earlier like the the ritual bags ritual bags or like curses and stuff that if you pick up the bag and open it it lets a curse out and he said like they found they found a lot of stuff that they know was left with someone with bad intentions they wanted someone to find it and open the bag and release whatever's inside so it was literally like right away he was like don't touch anything imagine being that asshole it's like "Uh, i'm gonna leave (laughs) a curse (laughs) kill yourself (laughs) don't do that there's oh my god also like a part of the that. the um graveyard is specifically for children what young children what uh, it's an old graveyard so where children are buried not no, to play in no i no i gathered that <laughs> i did not for a minute think it was to play in <laughs> oh playground in the cemetery but like a a child graveyard yeah you guessed it are lots the of giggling small <laughs> that makes it worse <laughs> Oh no, not the tiny tombstones. <laughs> um, oh my god. Yeah, so that's just, it's a huge graveyard and it's old. So there's so much that goes on there. Um, the episode starts to get really good here already. So like, you know, there's four of them. 
Yeah. In the group. Zach, Aaron, Billy, and I don't know the fourth guy's name. Yeah. Zach, Aaron, Billy, and number four. And number four. Um, so there's two big things they want to see here. So they decide to split up. But instead of like doing the normal two and two, they split up three and one. (laughs) (laughs) And so they have a little hotel and a huge graveyard. You think they, you know, they think the three would go to the graveyard, right? No. The three go to the hotel and they send Billy alone (laughs) to the graveyard at night. (laughs) Billy! (laughs) No! This poor dude! So it's Zach. And the two others stay at the DeSoto, and Billy has to wander around a massive graveyard alone in darkness. Um. <laughs> a graveyard known for cult activity. Man's is about to get sacrificed. No, yeah. <laughs> Before the guys even make it into the basement, they're hit with the very strong bad smell that was not there earlier. Oh. No trace of the smell had they. Ew. They went into the basement earlier, and they walked around the whole hotel. They had not smelled this before. Rotting flesh. They call over the maintenance guy to see if he knows what's up, like if it's something that happens. And he is the first to say that it smells like something is dead somewhere. Yeah. And that he has never smelled this before and he has worked there a long time. Dead animals in the wall. Yeah, it's something like that. And it's it's in a certain spot right by the door to get into the basement. Ew. Um. Side note, completely unrelated. Have you seen that girl on TikTok that was talking about her house renovation and she realized that there's about like two feet of space missing in one of her rooms and all of the comments were like yeah there's someone in your fucking walls dude and because like there was a smell in her house and stuff and she was like no yeah like i definitely think there is i'm in the dumping ground of i live in what used to be the dumping ground of this famous serial killer (gasps) And she's really afraid to open up her walls, but it's like a TikTok series. That's terrifying. Of her like answering questions about the house and when she moved in, like what her neighbors have told her and stuff. But there's like almost certainly something in her walls. Even if it's just an animal. Even, like, but like two feet of space missing. That's weird. It's a lot of fucking space. Something's in the wall. Open no, yeah. the wall. Call anyway. the cops when you do it. <laughs> no, literally. Have the cops there already. <laughs> to, to get rid of it. Um... So, when they walk into the room, uh, in the basement, if there's multiple rooms, it's a big basement. Mm-hmm. There's, like, sections of it. So, in the room with the, where the pentagram used to be, as soon as they walk in, there's a loud howl. Oh, Not yeah. from in the basement. It's a dog, like, on the street somewhere. But it's, like, eerily timed. Yeah. So, just kind of creepy. Maybe it was something. But it's, it's probably just a howl. But spooky, nonetheless. Um... They have a weird setup in the first room of the basement. They set up what they call the nerve area where they, the one guy's watching all the cameras. Yeah. And the other two are walking around the basement. So that's just how they're doing it. So it's only two of them walking around. One guy watching the cameras and Billy in the graveyard. <laughs> By himself. <laughs> With the GoPro. It says Billy Cam <laughs> on the screen when it's Billy. <laughs> they fucked this man over. It, I was livid, but also like laughing hysterically. <laughs> watching this episode i kept thinking i would just explain it to whoever would walk into the room i'd be like you you will not believe what these guys did to this one dude (laughs) they really set billy up for failure (laughs) they were like if you don't come back it'll make a really good episode bro as they talk they're they're just like 
you know, how you generally talk to a ghost. Is anyone there? Is anyone in the room with us? There's like something moving no, around no, things in the no. basement. You can hear stuff get pushed. Could be an animal. They never saw any animal in the basement. It's a giant rat. <laughs> that's what i was like they're about to get attacked by a rat a raccoon they're gonna be pushing something and a whole like dog is gonna all i want in a ghost adventures episode is for them to hear like wrestling and creepy shit and they move a box and it's a fucking raccoon <laughs> just Stand all in i there want to do <laughs> bandit he's caught like the temp drops Naturally. like it happens becomes freezing it's already cold in the basement because it's a basement naturally but they're like it's enough that you notice it it's not a little change. It's a huge drop. Um, one of them jumps and yells, asking if something is on him. Like, Ew. asking the other guys, like, wait, is there something on me for real? Because he feels like something's pulling down on the <gasps> sleeve of his shirt. Ew. He thinks, like, something might, like, a bug might have fallen and, like, grabbed on. But he feels weight all of a sudden on his shirt. And, like, very scared by it. He, like, whoa, jumps Gross. kind of thing. Um he asked the spirit why it did that he's like why like after he calms down after a second it's pretty quick but he he kind of catches his breath he's like why would you do that immediately a rock is thrown against the wall and zach is holding the camera at like looking at the guy right there and you can see him follow the rock it's they see a rock move through the air um you can't really see it on the camera because he moves so fast but they they talk about it like that's why he moved the camera in that direction is he's trying to follow this rock yeah um we're gonna flash back over to billy (laughs) take a little break with the boys in the basement he is i feel so bad for billy he is now at a place in the cemetery known as the three trees Okay. It's three trees kind of evenly spaced apart like and a almost a triangle. Okay. It's like a flat triangle, so they're evenly spaced this way, but it's not it's shallow. Okay. So it's three trees almost in a line, one's a little farther back. This is where Richard Ramirez would sleep Ew. under these trees, allegedly. Ew. Um we Ew. know he would go to the graveyard for sure, but this is allegedly where he kind of would stay. And he learned to to do his rituals and praise the devil here um so billy decides to pray right there just to piss off whatever very bad stuff is obviously under these trees you are by yourself as soon as he finishes the prey like he he he, i'm in a crow calls hella loud and swoops down from the tree and tries to like hit billy like his Attacked by a crow. The devil. (laughs) That was... Billy. Billy. It's as soon as he finishes, too. It's... I'm in. Caca! Caca! Then, Billy sees three people walking around nearby. And Billy had the GoPro, but he also set up some cameras around the trees right before he started praying just to catch other stuff. Mm -hmm. Um... And on one of them, you can clearly see Billy standing in front of the trees and the three people walking in the distance in the background, and he doesn't notice them. Like, you see them before he sees them kind of stuff. Ew. Are they real people? <laughs> we'll get to it. Okay, I was like, are they people or are they ghosts? They look like people. It's just people. You see them in between the trees. Like, uh-huh. it, it, it's silhouette, but it's just people walking. Um, Ew. He hides behind a tree once he sees them, and you just watch them move from one side of the screen to the other. 
marching in a straight line. Ew. Like they're what? evenly spaced apart, walking in a straight line, just marching silently. As far as Billy could tell, he couldn't hear anything. No, yeah. Through the graveyard. Um, I also don't like that there's three of them. The shapes seem to move, like, they look like people, but it's, like, oddly wiggly. Like, it's a weird fluid to it. The, the Ghost Adventures peeps think that because of this, it might not be as human as we think it is, but it could just be, like, visual stuff with the cameras picking it up because yeah. they're kind of far, so... Three dudes vibing. Yeah. <laughs> Dancing it's as Sam and Corey. through the graveyard. Um, they also make a really interesting connection here that everything is happening in threes for Billy. Yeah. Three guys left him, three trees, three people. And he even sent them a picture that a lottery billboard when he was driving to the graveyard by himself had $333 million. Nope. <laughs> um, That's not good. They don't say it on the show, but we've talked about it a lot on here, that anything in threes is a mocking of the Holy Trinity. Or not anything in threes. But, like, it's not a good sign. Yeah. It's not, like, 3 a.m. is a bad hour hour to be awake at. Because it's, like, that's the... Because, no, nothing good is gonna mock the Holy Trinity. No, if it's doing that, it's a demon. So, that's a little spooky. (laughs) He starts, at this point, is pretty nervous, and he starts walking around trying to, like, move away from that. Right. Because if it's real people who want to hurt him. No, yeah. That's dangerous. Cult and activity. he keeps seeing the people, but they never walk straight at him. It's always, like, almost as if they're trying to circle. That's worse. So he eventually calls the cops because he feels like they're closing in and circling him, and he's worried that he's going to get murdered. Right. Um... 1v3 are not good odds. No. Like, if it's someone trying to... They might not even be doing a ritual. If it's people trying to, like, get his money and they're just kind of being weird because they're marching in a straight line. No, yeah. With no lights in a graveyard at night. So, he he doesn't take the odds and he calls the cops. Good. They don't find anything. Oh. They don't find any people. No. (laughs) Um, That's not what I was expecting. So Billy just stays after the cop leaves. Billy! He never sees them again, though. Uh. Um, So, back to the hotel, peeps. They had set up... This is a little sketchy, but they set up GoPros in the hotel. The residents also didn't know about it. So, no. You can't do that, but... They did it. Uh, it was heavy-duty taped to the wall. They showed one of the other ones, and it also had clamps on it, like mechanical clamps, to keep it to the wall, and it suddenly falls. It Weird. doesn't, like, slowly fall. It, it's almost as if it's, like, ripped down. Yeah. Um, but no one's there kind of thing. You can still see it's looking up. Weird. No one's standing over it or by it. You can't hear anything. Um, some of the residents find it and kind of stare at it and put it by the wall. They just think someone dropped it, so they yeah. just kind of move it out of the way so it doesn't get stepped on. But it's kind of funny because they just you just see someone show up like, hey, what's that? <laughs> it's a fucking GoPro. <laughs> Who put their GoPro here? The fact that they didn't take it, though, I would have. <laughs> it's my GoPro now. <laughs> what do you mean? Finders keepers. Um, at one point in the basement, they pull out a spirit box. Zach is, ex- like, walking into another room at this point, and one of the other guys is just like turning on the spirit box kind of letting it make the noise it makes doesn't even really ask anything um 
he the box makes a male voice and then a female voice mm. very quick and so the guy starts yelling for zach to come back in quick like hey zachary. it's talking um zachary and they they start talking about it and they 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 start like speculating that it could have been the demon talking and then the demon pretending to be sarah talking no yeah that's creepy <laughs> um zach uh, asked to use the little girl voice again and the spirit box says i'm in control <laughs> kill me <laughs> no um i'm in control uh and one of the guys is sitting at the like i said the nerve center yeah it's kind of what they're referring to it as it's all the cameras like five nights at freddy's <laughs> is how i saw it he's just sitting there looking at all the cameras Bonnie's um, coming to get him but he he kind of has eyes on everything they have one in each he can see into each of the rooms in the basement mm-hmm. um and can just look at the feed that they're getting on cameras too so he eyes in the sky kind of guy yeah he's also in the basement though not in the sky no <laughs> i love the clarification he is not in the there sky. is a camera pointed at him too though okay so like in the room he's in you can see that room on the camera and he's sitting there watching them talk about this stuff like sees that they're having issues with the spirit box so he's watching that clip and all of a sudden something slides on his desk like forward and it has a cord attached to it so it's like something under the desk pulled the cord what like if, no, if that, someone no, yeah, if I someone pulled the mic like that kind That's of thing creepy. it's one of the remotes to like switch what camera he's looking at and it gets pulled and he kind of sees it out the corner of his eye and it slides slowly at first and is yanked at one point, and you can see him like jump when it's yanked. It's not he jumps and then it's pulled like it fell. It's pulled and then he like starts moving, freaking out. Yeah, yeah. because um, someone is trying to mess with your equipment. Yeah, it and it's not like it was falling. It was a heavy thing. It's not like it was sliding because the cord was heavy. Yeah, kind of object, which is weird. <laughs> no, yeah, and that's like that's not ghosts. He kind of, like, jumps up at this point and goes against the other guys. Like, hey, something's under the desk. That's an issue. <laughs> so Zach decides he it's wants foxy. to sage the place. Okay. To either try to get rid of some of the bad stuff so they can investigate a little bit more or just piss something off. No, I was about to say. Either way. This is the same man who brought a demon doll to the island of dolls. Yeah. Man wants just man wants to make things mad. He wants to be killed on camera. No, yeah. Um, man owns Ed Gein's cauldron. As he's lighting the sage, he he turns the lighter on, and as soon as it goes to the sage, there's three knocks on the wall. Nope. And there's that three again. Yep. In case you missed it, um, we talked about Sam and Colby's Queen Mary episode before. Yeah, we've talked about the three knocks. Uh, he says, as he gets it lit, he starts doing Father, Son, Holy Spirit. One of the guys in the other corner jumps, and he's like, something just hissed behind me. No! Again, could just be an animal. He was terrified. He's like, it was right behind me, dude, as soon as he started saying it. Um, he, it was an old elevator shaft that he had his back to, and they look around in it and couldn't see any, like, animal that could have hissed. Um, Zach starts walking and uh, saying stuff with the sage, just kind of like, you know. Yeah. The whole, being a dick the whole thing um they start feel the other guys in the room start feeling really bad like high anxiety like bad gut feeling yeah yeah one starts saying i'm like there's intrusive thoughts angry thoughts kind of mm-hmm. like what happened when zach was getting dizzy earlier mm-hmm. 
it was it was like they explain it as like feeling like they're pushed away from Zach. Like they were anxious to be by Zach as like as if something was trying to make them get away. Yeah. Because it needed to get away. What? Like they Weird. they wanted to hurt Zach specifically. Get his ass. <laughs> um kind of thing. No. Uh one of the other guys too starts getting chills and feels really cold even though it's already dropped in temperature earlier mm-hmm. he's like i'm shivering kind of thing <laughs> as the other guy is also feeling like he wants to kill zach um get him what oh my god well the guy getting cold and also agreeing that like feeling bad in the head and just feeling sick in general the guy who had been sitting at the nerve room all along, he's, he, he says, I'm going back to the cameras. I'm going to yeah. watch the cameras. I can't deal with what's in here. And he starts to, like, panic. He, like, pulls stuff off the desk and, like, throws something. And, like, he is not even – he says, like, I'm not sure why I did that Yeah, kind of stuff and and just starts getting really freaked out. Um, and the other two kind of hear a commotion in there, so they go to check on him mm-hmm. at this point. And they're they're kind of talking in the room, calming down, and they hear people shouting above them coming from the lobby. So they go up just in case they're about to get in trouble or if someone's having issues. Like someone found their hidden cameras all over the hotel. That, or they were like, just in case someone's being attacked by a demon. It's like, no, because you knew you're going to get in trouble <laughs> for putting cameras in a hotel. Um, uh, but the other guy stays in the basement alone in the camera room while the other other two are like going to check who's yelling um that's really a five nights at freddy's thing no he's, he's alone now in the like the other rooms of the basement are in front of him like they could something could come out the room absolutely not would you rather your back be to it no i would not stay in the <laughs> basement by myself wimp <laughs> no i wouldn't either <laughs> I, I wouldn't have gone in the first place <laughs> The first thing would fall, and I'd be like, I'm out. The pebble thrown as soon as they walked in. It's like, all right, cool. I'm going to get Billy. I believe in ghosts. We're going to play the lottery. <laughs> We're going to win that $33 million. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go sleep under the tree that Richard Ramirez slept at. So they're, like, walking around the hotel. They find no one. Like, no one's out of their room. There's no commotion. Nobody. They find no one at all oh. kind of thing. Um, nothing's happening. Oh, no, did it lure them away so that it could get to to homeboy? Well, so he's sitting there, <laughs> and he's watching the, the room that had the pentagram in it mm-hmm. on the camera. Again, you can not only see his screen, but there's a camera pointed at, at him, him, and you can see the camera. Like, they, they switch views. Yeah. But you can see all of this. And he's just kind of watching for anything, like any movement. Right. No, no particular rhyme or reason, but when he's on that room... There was this ceiling fan, like, being stored in there. It's not on the ceiling. Okay. It's just on something, kind of, like, set aside. And it is thrown off of the table. Oh, fuck! It doesn't just fall. It slides off the table. Like, it slides down the table and then off. Weird. You, we, like, have to watch the clip. No, yeah. Because it's bone-chilling how it moves. Oh my god. And this- It's also big. You can't say that fell. That was air. No, you can't say it, like, lost its ground either. It slides backwards and then off the thing. It looks like someone's yanking it. Ew. Down the table and then off the table. It, like, you can see in the dust that it switches direction at one point. Like, it's bad. Ew. (laughs) Um, Ew. 
it doesn't just fall. Like, it moves in an awful way. And it's so hard to explain it, but, like, watching the clip, you get it. Because that was what what led me to this video, someone talking about that clip right there. Ew, I want to see it. We we have to watch it. Legally obligated to. You watch it slide, and they could see in the dust how it slid. And it's very violent, and it's very sudden. It's not like it starts to fall and then falls fast. It's stationary, moving super quick kind of movement. It's super weird looking. Um, So he walkie-talkies to the other guys, and he's like, hey, we got some issue. Come back down here, please. And they start talking about it. Side note, they notice later, they talk about it at the end of the episode, when Zach was walking around with the sage, he bumps into the ceiling fan with the sage mm-hmm. and kind of like makes ashes fall when he hits it. Oh. So like knocks into it. So they think they, they made something angry specifically because they're messing with his object now with the sage. But it's also like he knocked into it and it didn't fall. Yeah, no, it's saying like, like it didn't move at all kind of thing. Like, and bro, he, that was... he did hit it with like sage, which is leaves. So right, it's not like any force, like, and it doesn't just if fall. If it was precariously positioned, then you even nudge it, yeah. it's going to fall. And it didn't just, it, the way it moves is so hard to explain unless you see it, but it's, your eyes know something's wrong. No, it's yeah. one of those things that it's just unsettling. Um, so they, they go in there, they're walking around, kind of just looking at it, and like that's when they find that the dust, you can see it like change directions at some point, yeah. and they're just kind of exploring the room a little bit more now, freaked out, obviously, and they they decide to turn the lights on at this point, because they have been walking around, and like they have the night vision and mm-hmm. flashlights and stuff, because make it more spooky, and but at this point, they're like, no, we gotta get the lights on, we gotta look at this some more, and like see if this could have fallen, because yeah. if not, this is big, um, as soon as the lights come on, you can hear what sounds like pebbles or water droplets hitting the floor. They don't see any more like rocks being thrown, but it sounds like that. It sounds like something hitting the stone floor. Weird. Either small rocks or, or water. water. Um, and it kind of startles them. And they all turn and look at Zach as he asks, like, did you do this? Um, He's like asking about it. They're kind of, it's frantic kind of thing yeah. but like did you do this did you do the fan kind of stuff and you it's so clear you hear a little girl's voice no. echo from the other side of the basement just make like a little moan or like shout kind of thing it is so clear it sounds like nothing else it's not something sliding it sounds like someone talking i have to see this clip no like the whole episode's golden no that's but disgusting this stuff got it was bad i no, had to yeah. like turn the lights on in the kitchen i was like no <laughs> no <laughs> um and you don't have to turn the volume like some stuff in ghost videos you have to turn the volume way up and you can maybe hear something mm-hmm. it is so Crystal so clear, clear. and Ew. it's answering the question kind of thing did you do this instant it Ew. makes the noise they obviously jump back and are trying to get away because that's terrifying. Um, they they kind of calm down again, though, and they start, like, picking up the fan mm-hmm. to see how heavy it is and, like, seeing, like, how it could have fallen. Just kind of, like, messing with the physics of it all. Yeah. And the air temperature drops again. Jesus. But only right around the fan. Weird. Like, you can feel, feel like the bubble around the fan. They're, they're like, show. And Ew. Zach's the one holding it and hit the the hair goosebumps. on his arms and the goosebumps are on just that arm oh kind weird. of thing like it's just around the fan 
Zach then suddenly apologizes, like looks up and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's super weird. And as he says it, he like holds his hand up. He got like, not the one holding the fan, the other hand, because mm-hmm. he's still holding the fan at this point. He holds his hand up like in a stop motion. And you see this tiny little orb on camera hit him. <gasps> and they could see it in person, too kind of thing one of them starts talking about he's like no dude some an anomaly i think is what he said an anomaly just hit you like all at the same time he sees it and he's like wait dude something's up and they start trying to get away from zach really quick good like uh zach keeps being like he looks lost and he's he keeps getting like come back come back come here after like apologizing and stuff but the other guys are like no something's wrong so you need to put that down like telling them like no we're not coming here you have to put that down kind of stuff um oh my god zach later they're talking about it and he has no idea why (gasps) he picked his hand up like doesn't remember if he did that for any reason and he he doesn't know what he apologized for and he wasn't apologizing yeah like he's like no. i didn't i didn't try to say that he kind like of blacked thing. out for a second yeah kind of like he knows he said it but he wasn't trying to say it Weird. and there was nothing he wanted to apologize for kind of thing um uh they calm down they kind of talk a little bit more and they're about to leave and at one as they're leaving the light above the ceiling fan that's now back on the floor has been out and it doesn't flicker on it just turns on nope 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 (laughs) nope and they're like that's it saying like i did that because that's the only light that comes on do you remember when sam was doing all the 3 a.m challenges and he did the red book one Mm -hmm. do you remember that and the lamp comes on and the lamp comes on and he has his eyes closed and he doesn't know he doesn't react to it at all the audience just sees it happen. That's what that reminded me of. It's been, they see it happen though. No, yeah, like, but like bye. <laughs> but like those no. Because it also didn't like flicker on for Sam. It was like boop. Do do do. And then for Billy, nothing really else happens. <gasps> Billy He gets this cool camera that like notices shifts in like electromagnetic fields, they say. But it's not just the little EMF reader, it's a camera. That'll, like, highlight an area that's having weird shifts in any, like, energy thing like that. And he tries to find the three people again, but he can't. But it was a cool piece of equipment. So, if you're interested, you can go see that in that episode as well. Yeah, that's all the kind of spooky stuff in that one. We now have our other hotel, which is... (laughs) They don't go to I forgot that this was a a two-part a two-parter um it's very quick that's why i couldn't know yeah it's like how we talked about maybe a trash dump episode it's like even small for one of those damn kind of thing um but like i said it was built in illinois built in 1855 it had 255 rooms a very nice hotel compared to the other one we were just talking about that was not a nice hotel um it had a massive dining hall a huge kitchen Lincoln gave a speech here. Okay. Ulysses S. Grant had rooms. He used rooms 209 and 211 as like his campaigning headquarters. Okay. It's a very nice presidential hotel in Illinois. Well, so duh, it's haunted. Yeah. It's also super old. Um, and four years after it opened, there was a massive fire. Um, it recovered from it. Like, fine. They were able to renovate and stuff. But it destroyed a lot of the rooms. They had to pay a lot of money to fix it. It was a huge fire. Ew. Um, 
kind of going back to how we we're talking about there's usually there's usually an event um 10 years after that uh, a boiler in the basement exploded <gasps> which also caused a lot of damage but again it recovered uh it went through a ton of renovations through the years some because of the the fire and explosion um others just to keep it nice and on par with the times casual explosion just one of these renovations cost 7.8 million dollars so like a lot of money has gone into the hotel and in one of the renovations they removed the fourth and fifth floor just got rid of it yeah what the fuck they downsized some of it was like damage that mm-hmm. you have to pay to redo the whole floors or you just you don't need them anymore it currently only has 55 so that's 200 less rooms than what it opened with right it's much smaller it's you can still stay there though it's still an operating hotel um they've done other renovations like they moved the restaurant to another it, different area in the hotel so it doesn't look exactly the same but you can still stay there if they want. It has one main ghost story. Okay. That kind of circles around with it. Um, th- th- there's one I could find that has a name that, like, has... It's more than the door opens. <laughs> um, it's been around since the 1800s, though. Ew. Since the hotel opened. Okay. Like, people have been seeing this. It's Lincoln. She is known as the Lady in Black. Nope. And people still, like, claim to see the same lady in, like, the same style of clothes. Um, she's, there's a picture allegedly of her. I, you can find the picture. The picture is not alleged, but no, it's, yeah. it, it, they it's say it's her, her. in the, the walking in the hotel. It's really blurry, but it does like poof out like someone wearing a dress kind oh. of thing. So you can't really like discern any features of her, but it does look like something in a dress okay. kind of thing. Um, Okay, because that's a pretty distinctive shape, too. Yeah, it's the it, like, poofs out yeah. where dress is. Where dress um, is. She is always seen doing the same thing, like a videotape kind of scenario. She walks down the same staircase and into the same wall kind of thing. And like I said, there was a ton of renovations done in here. So it's one of those things that that wall probably wasn't there when she was. No. Um, room... 333 is supposedly really haunted also not by her i don't like not by three threes yeah that (laughs) it's not by anything specific that i could find one desk worker did report seeing an orb floating around on the third floor that zoomed past her and Mm -hmm. scared her for life because she said she could just see it move down the hall and then zoom towards her that's beelzebub's guest house (laughs) um sometimes on the third floor, people complain about loud footsteps above them. And if you remember, there's no fourth floor anymore. There's nothing above it. Hate that. <laughs> I hate that. I um, hate that so much. Because that's, yeah, that's a ghost. That's yeah. like repeating something that it's been doing. By that same logic, though, are there ghosts walking around on the fifth floor? Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's one what up, I was and they're thinking. walking in the fucking air. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Whoa. imagine seeing someone, like, walking above the building, though. No, literally. That'd be so weird. Uh, it got really cool, though. So there's this flood in the area in 2011 okay. that causes some damage to the hotel. And when, like, sheetrock gets wet, it molds. Yeah. It gets wet enough because it holds water really well. And so they had to cut out some sheetrocks to replace it. 
And while they're cutting it away, they find this doorway no. that they didn't know about. No. Like, it wasn't a secret room, but it's a doorway that they didn't... It used to be, like, an archway. It yeah, It used gotcha. to be, like, a passageway in the hotel before, like, renovations moved the building and they apart. they made it into a wall. And it's exactly where the lady in black I disappeared. I you were gonna fucking say that. <laughs> I fucking knew it. I hate that. Like, no one knew about this doorway. No, It was yeah. covered up. But people have been saying that that's where she disappears. Ew. Forever. I wonder where she's going. Yeah, what's she doing? She's going to tea. Yeah, there's no, Brunch. like, story tied to her that anyone knows of. No one can find, like, a lady died here. No, yeah, because there it's was probably just fires. time repeating itself. Yeah, there, it could have been, like, she's just walking down the staircase. So she may maybe died in the fires or died in the explosion of the hotel. Right. But there's no, like person that they know died here that could be her there's no, a yeah. name attached to her it's also just like repeating itself like kind of how um in oh. myrtle i was gonna say myrtle's plantation but i feel like i always say myrtle's plantation but it's a good example because no, yeah. so many walls it's one are of the most moved. haunted places in the world um that's my favorite thing ever i was looking up like those lists it's like haunted places in the world and it's always on them oh yeah in the world it's like oh how cute. It's usually also sometimes it'll just say New Orleans. <laughs> no, literally. I remember once we were looking up a list of like the most haunted places in New Orleans and it was like the entire street of this area. And we're like, oh. every road ever. Also, Got every it. building on the street is <laughs> individually haunted. You cannot pick up ghosts or you, you can't get taxis in certain areas because you will pick up ghosts. But yeah, that was the DeSoto Hotel that I found by accident trying to find the one they went to in the episode. It reminds me very much of, um, or it doesn't remind me, but it's like the the concept that gray ladies are like a category of ghosts. Yeah, or the, a lady in white. Right. A lady in gray, a lady in black. Right. They're like color-coded for right. some reason. It just reminds me very much of um, the witches from Left for Dead. Yeah. Because, like, the gray ladies specifically are always crying. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, you, you when you see a gray lady, it's not, like, a specific ghost. It's a gray lady. Mm-hmm. And that's weird to me. Because we've talked about, like, two or three of them on this podcast. Yeah. Like, the Crescent had one. The Bell Witch could have been something like the that. The Bell Witch could have been something like that. And there was another haunted hotel or haunted building where there, there was a gray lady. There was a lady that was unexplained kind of thing. Yeah. Like, there's no name tied to it. It it's was just... Oh, I think it was the, um, the castle. Oh. That also had a gray lady. Damn. But, yeah. That's a great episode of Ghost Adventures. It's the Halloween special where they go on a road trip. Yeah, you have to remember that the rest of that episode, they go to the Goatman's Bridge. Right. Like and they, I know that episode is full of shit. I just didn't get to watch it. Oh, yeah. No, it's crazy stuff. Yeah. Doesn't one of them get possessed? One of them quits. Like, one that <laughs> they have a, uh, one of their wives are with them. Yeah. And she, like, has not gone back with them to anywhere since. She's like, I am never coming anywhere yeah. ever again with you guys. I feel like I remember that. Uh-huh. Because it was the goat man specifically attract, attached to women. And was, like, making her, like, crazy. Yeah. Wanting to hurt people kind of thing. I remember that. And I think she, I told it, it, it scarred her, her. She's like, I'm not ever coming near any of this ever again. Good for her. Set your boundary. <laughs> I'm not going to kill someone. Yeah. It's a firm boundary. Wow. 
Isn't that a fun one? No, that was a good one. The was... ceiling fan is... I will think about that for the rest of my life. I would life. like to see it. We can watch... Do you want to end the episode first? Or... Yeah, we're going to end the episode, and the next episode is going to start with us talking about it. Yeah, we do have to record another one. Today. Yeah, just so you know. Um, But we... I mean, it was a pretty long story. Like, you can see the bar at the top, because mm-hmm. this is also part of it. Damn. I don't even feel bad about ending it so close to the episode because I want to see the video. <laughs> yeah, I know. Follow us on Discord. Join our Discord. Follow us on TikTok and Instagram. And YouTube, too, soon. And YouTube. We're going to fix it. I promise. <laughs> it takes so long to upload. They're two-hour-long episodes, bro. And so much has to be done instead. <laughs> no, literally. But I will. That is my first week of school project, though. Is to fix the YouTube. Yeah. Good luck. I quit 10 episodes <laughs> in. I fucking hated it. Um, but yeah. Uh, birthday's coming up, like we said, which is exciting. Yeah. Three months, and then we'll be a year. Which is really weird. Isn't it exciting, though? It went very fast. I feel like it's because we record in bursts. Yeah. It doesn't feel like we meet every week because we don't we no. meet every three. It's been like three weeks since I've been here. Yeah. And there has been spans longer than this. Yeah. The in hurricane. <laughs> Rest in peace. Rest in peace. But yeah. Um, what was the other thing I was going to say? Shit, shit, shit. Oh, our Google Drive. You can access that through our Discord or if you don't like Discord for some reason, it's also in the link in our Instagram bio. We post pictures for every episode. Yes. I have to update mine. I have to update mine. I'm like 10 behind, I think. I'm a little bit behind. Yeah, we also do that in bursts, if you can't tell. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah, yeah. Next episode's gonna be really fun, too. I'm really excited to record that one. But we need a fucking break. Yeah, (laughs) it has been, what, two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah, this is gonna be a little bit of a a doozy. Yeah, we both had longer stories. Look, it's like almost in half. Yeah. It was last episode, too. Yeah. It's exciting. Because it's, it's always a gamble, because sometimes one of us comes, and by one of us, I mean Emily did an episode once that was 20 minutes long. I had a fast one one time. It was the fucking guy in the ghost sheet. I loved it so much, though. No, it's to this day our funniest episode <laughs> ever, but it was like a 20-minute long story. No, yeah. And I thought then, it would take longer. It, like, was, it took up a lot of pages, but I must have read yeah. fast, because I was excited. And then our MK Ultra episode, my story alone was like an hour and a half. Yeah, I know. Some of them are long. I think... Dear Love's Pass was no, yeah. long, long. But it was so good. <laughs> Dear Love's Pass is, like, literally my favorite episode we've ever done. It's so fun. And it was episode three. I have an exciting other for next episode we record, too. I have an exciting true crime for next episode. So mm-hmm. we're going to end soon so that we can go do that. Have fun with the rest of your day or night. Or if you're going to bed, good night. Uh... Join us on Discord, please. It's so fun. We just talked about for her birthday, we're going to do a Minecraft party. (laughs) I think that's it. Okay. Bye. Be safe. Bye. Bye.